that cuts like a knife. It does, man. I'm gonna start going. Maybe I maybe I'll take yeah. Turn you down have your... to do the chocolate rain thing. Yeah. Okay. Chocolate <laughs> rain. When I move my head, it's because I'm clicking. All right, no more. For Ragnarok. No more clicking for me. All right. Well, I I did start the podcast. You know how I want the world to be destroyed. Yeah. I w- I hope I saw a video on this and I thought it would be pretty cool if the sun just disappeared due to an alien race and it would like take like Spanish. eight minutes for us to realize that the light has gone because it would take about eight minutes in order for, for the to, light to hit us yeah and then it just go completely dark and without the gravity we'd just be jettisoned out of the galaxy forever because we're kind of on the on the rim of the milky way mm-hmm. so we just like go out into deep space forever i wonder uh how long that sounds awesome. we could physically survive in order to see this though like after sun burnt out like how long would it take for us the to video said like 24 hours for it to get extremely cold but the greenhouse gases will kind of keep us warm for oh a so little we, while. we might be alive yeah, we might to be see it doing something right by burning fossil fuels yeah as long if the or if the sun somehow you know disappeared so burn completely. away burn away yeah burn those tires big old tire fire Anyway, welcome to the John Sandwich Show. Are we live? We are oh, we're live. Dang. Apocalypse. That's a good intro. Just yeah, I think so. Apocalypse. Yeah. It's good. It's nice. It's, it's almost like, like a... getting on the on-ramp of an interstate. Yeah. You got to pick up some speed. It's almost like a PBS talk show a little bit. You know, or like freaking you yeah. walk in and they're already having a discussion as the cameras start rolling. They're like, hey, but Yeah, they're welcome. like lining up their papers yeah. and stuff. Do you think those papers actually say anything on them? Or at this point, it's just like a news prop. Like, people will listen to me if I have a stack of papers. I think it's something like that. Damn it, I just did the clicking sound again. Sorry. It's okay. I'm going <laughs> to start. I'm going to try to really avoid doing that. Anyway, so right now we're updating uh, our Twitter and Send throwing out our show. hashtags. Hashtag the John Sandwich Show, if you're interested. Yeah. Hashtag podcast. Hello, hashtag podcasting. Today, we're going to talk about the uh, the apocalypse, I guess. All yeah. kinds. All, all, po- all kinds. All, all Any manners. apocalypse you prefer, we will speak yeah. about. All manners. I mean, there is different, definitely different levels of apocalypses. Mm-hmm. You know, there is um, the definitely, like, what's going on right now in Australia like that that's an apocalypse that is a definite freaking apocalypse it's an animal apocalyptic apocalypse. scenario yeah. for koalas it's an apocalypse well they're they're uh, estimating koalas. like 1.5 billion animals are have died or are going to be mm-hmm. killed in this yeah. the, the brush fire i heard they're dropping carrots and like beets all over yeah. the place for animals because obviously there's not a lot of food going on mm-hmm. so they yeah. like airdropped a bunch of carrots like Tons and tons of carrots. Right? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that place. I've seen some uh, video. Just fucking looks like hell on earth there right now. How, how did yeah. the fire start anyway? Just it's because of the heat? No. The heat wave? There's Dryness. like uh, people did it. Like, oh, started, really? They've actually like found the people that started the fire. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they're going to like hopefully get the full extent of the law. For sure. That's nuts. Yeah, one of them was only like 10 years old. Oh, no stuff. way. Yeah. Just but, playing with matches. Yeah, just trying to start a I fire. I think it was on purpose. Like, they were purposely trying to start a fire. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 
but it is kind of the weather's fault because it is so fucking dry. You yeah. put one spark out there and the whole savannah is engulfed. Imagine that. It's not a, a savannah. What's a whole the ecosystem disrupted right. on the account of two shitty kids. Yeah. No, no, it's nuts, man. Like, you know, what's crazy is like we heard about it here, but it didn't really start like taking effect and like really becoming a social media viral thing until like I feel like the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And it's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like they've yeah. needed help for a long fucking time. I actually have uh, I think California firefighters or someone over there and uh, yeah, volunteering and stuff. Yeah, there's some Idaho firefighters over there too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, it's crazy, man. Like that is, I don't know. I think uh, that's definitely an apocalyptic scenario for sure. Hells yeah. You know, it's just like, you know, the fires in California and Canada and even here in like uh, Western Washington, like it's, it's like it's bigger than all those. Yeah, it's you know? bigger than the whole state. I think it's like bigger than like Rhode Island or some shit like that. It's like some crazy, like huge number. Yeah. yeah, and you can only imagine the heat. Like you go to Disneyland and they have like a little blowtorch and you're like, ooh, I can feel the heat. Imagine a 30 foot wall of fire yeah. out in the middle of out, just outside. Like that's lead melting hot fucking hot that's hot that's hot <laughs> that's hot no it is it is like, lead melting hot man it's you know uh and the, the videos are so fucking sad man yeah like i can't watch them no. like i i i can't watch them it's like a sarah mclaughlin song come to life oh, exactly man well a it's, lot of turnout yeah. for people donating though yeah that's good, yeah, that good man just I'm time good. and effort yeah a lot of uh I, there's like this billionaire that just like donated like 45 million dollars to it Nice. Yeah. Good job, billionaire guy. Or Did you guys woman? hear about this Instagram model, Kaylee Ward, who she raised like seven hundred thousand dollars by selling nude pics on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now freaking like I mean, that's pretty boss, right? Like uh yeah. That's something positive to do with your internet fame. Oh, yeah, yeah think, if you're already a porn star. I mean, oh, for sure. Well, well, I don't think she's a porn star. I think she's just like a an Instagram influencer. Yeah. But I guess yeah. Instagram booted her off or deactivated her account uh, her yeah, parents yeah. won't talk to her anymore i think her boyfriend broke up with her or something like that mm. I, I guess small price to pray and play in the grand scheme of things i mean that's 700 grand going over to australia but you know what's crazy is like her instagram account she was just sending them nude pictures it's not like she was posting them publicly right yeah i believe yeah, that but you're still selling well, I mean, stuff over Instagram. Well, that's what influencers do. They sell products. Yeah. Well, that's they do it they're... through like Patreon or something. Mm-hmm. It's against TOS to like sell things directly. Uh, I, guess. I guess it's kind of same with Snapchat. It's kind of although m- people do it. Murky waters. So yeah. She's not keeping the money for herself. I don't, I don't know how that works. Yeah. I mean, it's all going to charity. You still have to pay taxes on that. I guess not if it's a donation. Yeah. Oh, you get taxed more for donations. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Unless it's a actual. This is a thing on Twitch. This is mm-hmm. the reason I know. Unless it's an actual like charity or like some kind yeah. of official thing, mm-hmm. if you get donated, uh, that's like forty percent. It's yeah. like winning the lottery. Yeah, like you did nothing for this, really. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna tax the shit out of you. According to them, you did yeah. nothing for it. Yeah, even though you're sitting in front of there playing video games. I mean, yeah. that's horrible. Yeah, that's working. Well, hard. for her, I'm sure she she set up the proper charity. Oh stuff, yeah, you know, I hope so. So, so it doesn't get. You know, yeah. ding that much. You don't want to get dinged in, in April and stuff just to find out you owe all this money that you just donated. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, 
I'm sure she she did her due diligence. But you know, like what sucks, man, is like her whole life got turned upside down. Yeah, because she's doing a, a good thing. Yeah, you know, like some people might not agree with how she did it, but like I'd sell naked pictures of myself if people would buy them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I would too. I'd, I'd let Mary do it. Yeah, you know? throw out freaking yeah. Whoever wants one, just DM me. I'll send you a. Give me money and I'll send you nude pictures of myself. It's a deal. <laughs> you should start a premium Snapchat. And that'll be like one of our special for subscribers only thing. And you get like shirtless pics. So you wouldn't mind all of us. If, you know, you if your girlfriend or if your wife, if she, she did that, it wouldn't bother you in the least? No. That's good. Saving lives. What about you? Just nudes? No. Yeah. I guess you're right. If you're putting videos of getting nailed by some actor yeah then no that's a no for me dog yeah but nudes or like <laughs> sexy cosplays i'd be like hell yeah what if you were the the actor if i was the actor fine yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mm-hmm. guess that's cool yeah how do you feel about it, eric uh, like i have no tattoos so i guess i would like at least like the courtesy of being told beforehand and like mm-hmm. no nah, i mean it's her body she can do what she wants with it but just you know maybe run it by me first and yeah, I'll probably oh, say yeah. yeah. That's true. Sounds good. Yeah, you go ahead and do that, babe. Yeah, yeah. I I really have no problem with it. And then back to just uh, as long as you're not getting DP'd. So yeah. good man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fine. DP. Me. What does that mean? Double penetration. That's pretty oh. much where they get like every orifice is filled. I, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Know you know, I think you go know, home. Google that shit. <laughs> You know what's crazy? Change your, you know, like Change the, your world, man. I think like the Irwin's Hospital has like they're taking care of like ninety thousand or have taken care of like ninety thousand animals. Yeah, their hospital over there. Yeah, which That'd is be which is an amazing amount. Did you see that video of all the kangaroos in everyone's yard just chilling? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't, I don't watch those videos, man. They're too fucking sad for me. It's like I can't do dozens it. of them. I can't do it out in the yard. I saw one looking uh, adorable as fuck. An ashy koala. That was pretty sad. The one where it's like getting water from the guy on the yeah. bike. Yeah. Horrible. It was fucking sad. So you see a lot of those, now. even before the fires, feeding the koala or giving the koala some water. And they're always like bottle feeding it. I think yeah. they prefer it that way. You're like pouring it into their mouth. Well, they could probably get like more, you know, water if they're like using the bottle instead of like just pouring it down their mouth. You know? mm-hmm. They're like little babies. Little Little bear babies. Damn, they're cute. They are cute, man. They're fuzzy ears. What do you guys think about Batman joining the new Thor movie? Christian Bale? Christian Bale. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's probably going to be pretty good, right? DC, yeah. that thrown back from... Has anybody else done that? Jumped over from DC to, to Marvel yeah, Ryan before? Reynolds. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Uh, And someone else. Captain America. Yeah, Captain oh, America. Yeah. Oh, no, he didn't do DC, though. He was... uh. He's still like another uh, yeah, it was fantastic, fantastic for yeah. which was a different publishing company. Yeah. It was Sony, but still, yeah, I, th- I think there's been, yeah, there's been a couple people have done it. Christian Bale's a rad actor. I think he'll do a good job. He looks very yeah. and uh, Rising was how long ago? What's that? Oh, is he going to be an Asgardian or something? I have no idea. Oh. They, they haven't announced who he's going to be yet. He'll probably be the love part of the love and thunder. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Probably. Hemsworth will be the thunder, and he'll yeah. be the love. Yeah, there'll be some. Oh, it'll be a bromance really? like, movie. That'd be fun. They did say they're going to introduce like a, uh, a homosexual superhero, so this could be 
maybe Thor's like going to be exploring himself. Do you think bit. he's that devoted, Christian Bale, to like? Just yeah, just... Nah, that guy's just. Uh... He went down to like ninety pounds. Yeah. For, for a couple of his movies, he'll do anything. To yeah. his body. He's very method. Oh yeah. He's a method man. Well, I think you know, like he does DMX. the method acting the right way. Yeah. You know, like unlike some other villains we've talked about on this podcast. Which did you hear he's doing a Marvel? A uh, villain, uh, Jared Leto. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. a picture. He's gonna be like on one of those spinoff Sony Spider-Man movies, like yeah. Morpheus uh, or Morbius, Morbius or something yeah. like that. Yeah. The Living Vampire. Yes, I'm sure Sony is trying so hard yeah. to keep their rights to Spider-Man. Right? Yeah. They're they will put out the most dog shit thing just to keep those rights. I just need to sell it already and just be yeah. done with it now. Yeah, you real. don't need it. You're not using it. Yeah. Use it for something <laughs> original, maybe. Yeah. That's one thing I kind of miss. There's no, there's not a lot of originals out there. Yeah, there's like, really not. And like, and why hasn't there been an original superhero yet? Why is it all comic books from the 50s or 60s? Like, guess, is it that hard to make one, or do you need the nostalgia? I mean, I imagine there's comic books out there you can pull from and stuff. I guess yeah, the I boys is new. I don't know why. You ever see that movie Meteor Man? <laughs> Meteor Man. Yeah, with Robert Townsend. Um, I think Bill Cosby's even in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like a comedy. That was an original superhero they tried to do. Uh, Dark Man. You ever see Sam Raimi's Dark Man? No. With Liam Neeson? No. That was kind of an OG thing that they tried to start. That was pretty cool. Dark Man. Probably should have thought of something a little bit better. Yeah, than just Dark, Dark Man. Man. I'm everywhere and nowhere. Call me Dark Man. Dark Man. Uh, you. What I do want to see, and I think they're making one, is an LA superhero called Night Moon or Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah. Moon Knight. That's who. It and he's is. pretty funny. He's kind of a mixture of Batman and Deadpool. Yeah. He's snarky, quick-witted. Lives in LA, of course. I think I saw an article. Uh, they're looking at Daniel Radcliffe, aren't they, for that? Really? I think so. You'd have to stand on a box the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's like five four. Like a, as a as a Marvel TV show, I think that's how they're doing it. Well, they like, they've made I'm from normal LA. normal people <laughs> from LA. look like hobbits, so I'm sure they can make a short person look tall. That's yeah. true. What if he got so jacked for that? And I mean, like crazy. for the rest of Daniel Radcliffe's career, he's just jacked. I mean, look look at Tom Cruise, man. That guy's short as fuck, and he always looks taller than everybody in the movie. That's true. One of the smallest men out there, I believe. Yeah. Isn't he like five four or five yeah. five or something like that? Yeah. But Tom Cruise didn't play Harry Potter. No, he didn't. But oh, I heard but he, he should have. Is what I'm saying. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Imagine Harry <laughs> Potter doing the pump run. <laughs> Jumps on his motorcycle. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm sure you know if if we have enough influence and we say it enough. Like we might be able to get a deep fake of Tom Cruise's face on like um, the Harry Potter's face. That'd be amazing. Yeah, the pump run from uh, Ghost Protocol. Yeah, in like well, Dubai, every, every and movie. just put it in like every scene of yeah. Daniel running. Have you seen that Sylvester Stallone deep fake of uh, Home Alone? Yeah, it looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. They're, they're getting really, good. they're doing like really good with it. Um, uh, we we started we haven't finished yet we started watching that uh the irishman mm-hmm. that uh yeah that robert de niro movie you know like the dh the actors and 
the whole time I'm like watching it and I'm like, God, I've seen like better de-aging and other things. Like, I don't know, I guess the Netflix budget or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, I think it's mostly just like they should have thinned them down a little bit more Oh yeah. to make them look like, cause you already have like these references from old movies you've yeah. seen with them in it. But then freaking somebody posted and I, God, I don't remember who or called them out. They did like a whole uh, deep fake thing over it and like fucking looks like a hundred percent better. Yeah, so, using like De Niro's old movies yeah. to deep fake it. Yeah, just yeah. use those pictures that, yeah. of him young. Like they did that for Pesci. They showed for Pesci, Pacino, and De Niro, and it's like freaking, they should have called this dude to do the special effects. For real. I'm sure it only took him like a couple days to do it. Fucking mm-hmm. pay that dude. Yeah. No kidding, man. Well, Netflix makes some horrible dog shit, so sometimes, yeah. sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. I will. Every now and again, on. they'll hit one out of the park. Yeah, but most of the time it's full CBS or ABC uh, television, you know, just really corny, yeah, low budget stuff. And yeah, just yeah, people running away from things. Well, I feel like they're they're trying. They're just like shooting and hope something hits. You know, they're yeah. just making as much original content as they possibly can, and yeah. hopefully something sticks to the wall. You know. Yeah, it's better than it used to be. Do you remember Netflix back in the day when you would get the disc? And you'd yep. be like so stoked yeah, to go through Netflix, that. and it was just nothing but like these B movies and copies yep. of yeah. other popular <laughs> movies. Yeah, so, yeah that was pretty lame. I'm glad that uh, this whole streaming thing happened. It really makes things a lot easier. It really They're does, amazing. man. I like uh, the Netflix documentaries mostly. You know, like oh, yeah. the uh, the staircase and movies that like made us. Yeah, I saw a really good one called um, "Don't Fuck with Cats." Have you seen that yet? Oh, yeah, about internet revenge. Yeah, so pretty much, and the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, this can't be true. Like, I probably would have heard something about this, but apparently it is. There's this one guy on Facebook posted a, a video of him suffocating a, suffocating a cat. What? Like a kitten. Uh, they don't show the actual footage of it, but, like, he, like, suffocates a cat, and then, like, people are, like, trying to track this down the whole time. They have like these two people that are like fucking like Sherlock Holmes and shit. Like they're just watching the video. They make like a whole chat room for it. People chiming in. Um, they're like looking at like outlets on the wall to see like what country this is from. Cause it's just like a guy playing music. Turns out the guy's from Canada. Um, so obviously, you know, they don't have it all together either. Yeah. But, uh, I, but like it keeps ramping up to like they keep following this guy and this guy's like taunting them. And he keeps sending videos. Um, next one he sends is, uh, he feeds a cat to, uh, to a snake, like Damn. just fucked up stuff. And then like, he works up and like, he kills a dog and then like, it, it keeps escalating until he actually kills somebody and like sends the video to the chat of him, like stabbing this guy and then like cutting his head off, I guess. And like, they're describing it on the video and he's like, has it like in a tub and he's just like, I like, guess swirling the head around just like crazy psychopath. Jesus. And like nobody can find this guy, but with the help of these two, uh, these two just like bloggers or whatever, fucking, they track this guy down and bust them. And it's like it's a true story. It's crazy. That's nuts. Do you feel like the publicity with having those two guys like track him down like escalated like his psycho? Yeah, I think so. You know, like which is kind of it was like a it turned into like a cat and mouse game where this guy was clearly getting off on it. And like sending these videos so yeah that's terrible man. if it didn't happen maybe he wouldn't have taken it so far i don't know obviously the guy has problems and stuff. what happened to this guy uh he is currently in jail um 
Emily did like a little bit of after research on him. I think he got, he met somebody like and got married while still in jail. Like, I think he has like life in prison or whatever, but yeah. like this guy's like a supermodel. So I guess like, you know, say like he's like this young kid and he's like supposed to be like all handsome and stuff. And they show his face or no? Uh, they do. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. And like you figure out like a little bit of his backstory and he's like fucking crazy. I guess he has like a, a weird fetish with that movie, basic instinct. And, what is Basic Instinct? Uh, that Sharon Stone movie where he kills, where she kills people and stuff with like an ice pick. Oh. And turns out like the person that he stabbed when he actually worked up to killing a human killed him with an ice pick and stuff. It's Jeez. really interesting. Whoa. <laughs> I like that they called it Don't Fuck With Cats. A person was murdered and you're like, the cats! Yeah. No! Cats. Doesn't anyone care about the cats? A head was floating in a fucking tub. <laughs> Dude. Dude, don't mess with the cats though. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I I know, like in my heart, like I don't want to. I don't even know how these people stomached it. Like I wouldn't want to see that. That's got to be an image you could never get out of your fucking head. Yeah, that's a common complaint for like FBI agents. Yeah, you see a lot of fucked up things. Even my mom it was like a street cop for like five years. Mm-hmm. She's like in those five years, I saw more fucked up things than I like literally my entire life. My uncle was a forensic scientist and. Uh... He worked on uh, the Phil Spector case, and I think he did something with the OJ stuff, too. But just from, you know, everybody in my family, like, I mean, I got some gray in here. And my dad's, like, kind of, my dad's peppered like me, too, but he's been doing this forensic stuff for years. His hair is, like, just pure white. Like, like <laughs> just shocked white. It had to be from, like, the stress of the job or something. Hell, yeah. See some messed up stuff. Horrible. A lot of things I'm kind of thankful for are not constantly like told mm-hmm. like that story yeah like i could have lived my life without hearing that yeah for sure <laughs> yeah I, i'm kind of naive like i will definitely say i shy away from crazy videos and like super sad stories like i try to be naive about the situation because i fucking hate set like those type of stories yeah for sure i try yeah. to portray in my mind in my own virtual world that i have going on that the world is better than it actually is yeah yeah you know it's not but no, the world's a dark, dark place. It really is, it's man. Getting lighter. Yeah. The video yeah. that they showed too, they're like blurred out, but you could still see like stuff happening. Like even that was too much for me. Yeah, it's like, pretty awful. Yeah, it's horrible. I remember watching this documentary about um gore movies and horror movies, like back in when they used to like first started, like the gore and horror yeah genre first started out. And I was watching this documentary, and usually, like, if there was an animal getting killed, they killed the animal. Yeah, really. In yeah. Apocalypse Now, they fucking behead a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like a cow. You can't get away yeah. with that now. No, but, but like... Deer they, hunter, they straight up they shoot were like, deer. They were showing, like, these movies, and, like, they showed, like, this pig just get fucking clubbed in the head, and it would go, like, not stiff. lamp stiff. Yeah. It's like, man, I really didn't need to see that. You know? Yeah. And, this, yeah. and it's like, like <laughs> right there, I turned off the documentary. He's like, I can't watch this shit anymore. You know, I was probably like a yeah. teenager, and my uncle, I believe it was my uncle, rented uh, Faces of Death. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, his videos, like a lot of yeah. that stuff wasn't real, I think. But some of it, I, I imagine really. the, yeah, the animal stuff was. I still have like uh, the uh, slaughterhouse. Like, I still, I was like maybe 13 or 12. I can still remember that, that footage vividly. Yeah, of them fucking doing yeah. that to the animals. It's horrible. If you hear in the same sentence, gore flick yeah. from the seventies, yeah. buckle up. Yeah. Buckle up. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be ride. awful. Yeah, it's gonna be super realistic. 
and they're probably going to actually kill an animal. The worst so, thing like, I saw was with a monkey. I don't even know if you guys want to talk about this. Uh, this, is, this, <laughs> this is the last one. This is the last one. We want people to stay. They, this is they an trapped, apocalyptic type scenario. Yes, they trapped a monkey and like they put like a little thing on his head. It was like a restaurant. There's like so the table opened up and it had like a little hole in the middle for the head and they closed it in on him and like there's these people sitting around there and fucking they like they all have hammers and they just start hammering the monkey in the head and stuff what? and then, yeah and then the why would you do that and then the chef comes lifts it up and freaking pulls it out and starts cooking it for you like right there at the table i'm like where the fuck is this place like what the that's probably what they wanted to do an Indiana Jones, but yeah. someone in the executive yeah. office told Spielberg, like, that's way too horrible. That yeah. How about the, we just eat monkey brains? That has Fake the potential to be fucking the worst first date ever. Imagine your date oh, takes yeah. you to that place. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> so, Is everyone in the past just a fucking sociopath? I guess yeah. so. They had, like, no morals. So, like, in school, John, you went to school for, like, videography and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Like, do they teach you, like, the whole gore of the 70s or does they just kind of leave that part of history out gloss uh, over it there are some like major ones like there's uh what is it cannibal holocaust yeah that's pretty much the classic that's, a big right? one. that's the go-to and then faces of death but really the rest of them uh not really we do talk a lot about uh how movies today you can't get them made if you're killing an animal yeah and that's one thing that they did tell us, like in Apocalypse Now, like they kill things, deer hunter. They actually straight up shoot a deer and film it as it dies. And, yeah, horrible. Uh, that's all outlawed now. And that's one thing they did tell us is you'll never see that after like 1970 something yeah. when yep. they outlawed it because obviously it's fucking awful. Yeah. You know, the director of Cannibal Holocaust got hauled into court and like had yeah. to produce the actors to show that he didn't actually murder them <laughs> yeah wow. it was super realistic yeah it was nuts yeah that's kind of the only history we got of that which i'm thankful for oh yeah absolutely i mean i think you know it's one of those things that has to be taught you know that yeah i don't like gore horror like that's not no it's not for me like the saw movies or the hostile movie i saw the first hostile movie and i was just like yeah this isn't this isn't for not me my thing even uh, there's just one scene uh, uh, where the guy I think he, he's like in the bathroom or something and somebody fucking cuts like the heel part of the back of the foot oh yeah it's Achilles fall. heel it's Achilles heel for some reason that was like so unsettling to me yeah I think they do it in the new Pet Cemetery too uh, I don't know if they actually show it or whatever I just saw from the trailer it looks like they go for the Achilles heel I'm just like oh my god apparently yeah. I, have, I have an Achilles heel problem I think yeah. I well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Gore movies to me are terrible. I I can't fucking watch them. No. Yeah, I feel yeah. feel like what I hate is when a normal movie has like horrific gore in it. Yeah. Like if like just out of at nowhere. least hostile like advertises yeah. that this is, is going to be an awful bloody movie. Yeah. But there's other movies that just kind of blindside you with the awfulness. Which I guess that's kind of the point. They want you to feel things. What's the most disturbing film you've ever seen? Disturbing? Like actually disturbed you on fucking a primordial level. We're just like, stayed stayed with you. Shook Uh, you. Black Swan uh, actually (sighs) kind of mentally fucked me up for the rest of the day. I was just like, am I me? (laughs) Sitting in the couch and like, am I as sane as I thought I was? 
Oh, we're talking about gore movies, particularly from the seventies, like Cannibal Holocaust, stuff like that, or Faces of Death series. Yeah, or where they kill actual animals. That sucks. I don't like that. What about you, John? What's the most disturbing movie you've ever seen? I don't know if it was disturbing, but it definitely got me uh, going a little, a little mentally. Was uh, fear? Not shit. What is that movie? Don't be afraid of the dark. No, um, (laughs) the one with the little fairies that take your teeth. Uh, the one with uh, oh, that was Woody Harrelson. The one with Woody Harrelson. Oh, Natural Born Killers. Yes, that one. Yeah. I watched that with a couple of friends, like night and stuff. I was like, man, that's uh, ooh. It, it, it kind of fucks with your brain a little bit. You know? it? Yeah, yeah. It kind of like kind of makes you think a little differently mentally. It's like, well, am I, am I capable of like that type of thing? You know? Yes. Yep. Isn't that a but, sequel or a prequel <laughs> to House of a Thousand Corpses or something? No, that's no. Devil's Advocate. Oh, yeah. No, the Devil's Rejects. They look remarkably similar. Yeah. They're all in the desert. It's bright. But. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it's a pretty dude, good series. Yes, I've met Robert England. Who's cool. Oh, that's right. You told me about that. Yeah. Golf course, right? Yeah. Super skinny dude, really short. And I was like, you're not scary at all. Dude. Super nice. Though. Dude, the last. A fucking nightmare on Elm Street ruined Freddy Krueger for me forever. Really? Yeah. What yeah. About it? I think we talked about this, not on the podcast, but we've just yeah. talked in our own thing. Yeah. It's like Freddy Krueger is like a horror like icon. And since the last movie, since he's pretty much just a pedophile and he collects movies and all this shit and he got burned to death and whatever, now he's in their children's dreams. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, like Freddy Krueger used to be a cool, like, a bad guy. But he's not anymore. Like, mm-hmm. like people that dress up as Freddy Krueger now on like Halloween, it's like you know you're just dressing up as a pedophile, right? <laughs> For real, <laughs> you, you know. It's I'm like, the evil pedophile. Yeah, you know. It's Everywhere like that. I mean, they they your kids better run. They should have totally taken that in a different direction to where he like totally got misaccused and stuff, and he was I actually that was in the, the right. original story. Where... Well, the the last one, he was just a pedophile. Oh. Because I thought that was why he his spirit was like angry is because well they fucked they up the thought last one. <laughs> he was he was a pedophile but he was really just a dude just old and kind of talks think, to yeah. talks to kids sometimes. I think it's in the original it's like implied but they never come out and say it um uh but yeah they come out and just I I don't know I've freaking I don't know if I've seen the new one actually we'll do we'll do yeah. chambers we'll yeah. follow that shorty chambers. Uh, yeah, I can't stand Saw either. Uh, New Nightmare. I like the first Saw just because of the suspense and the twist at the end. Nah, that yes. was pretty sick. You know, that's one of the Carrie Elways, right? Yeah, I think it yeah. is. <laughs> I don't know. John you know, Elway, the quarterback? Thrillers are okay. Have you ever seen that Paul uh, Paul Walker like running scared or running straight or something like that? I or, have not. No. Dude, that thing is a thriller fucking from the start to finish. Yeah. Yeah, it is nuts. You should check it out sometime. It's not a very well-known movie of his, but it's definitely like thriller to a whole new level. The last movie that disturbed me, caught me completely off fucking guard, was uh, that movie Hereditary. Have you seen that? Oh, movie? yeah. Yeah, that was like... Uh, me and the me and the woman just one night popped it in i'm just like oh whatever you know i haven't uh i haven't really seen a horror movie that scared me ever so this should be fine let's just go and do this dude that i don't know if it was so much scary as it was just disturbing like there's a a beheading scene in there decapitation scene Uh, i guess there's two of them actually um i was a little afraid to go to sleep that night like as as a a grown adult i was like a little afraid of the dark and like looking in the corners of the room and trying to get this like i was just like oh i'm scared whoa <laughs> yeah this is creepy you know which movie wasn't 
suspenseful or good in any way. That was a horror movie. Is the new Netflix Doom movie or Doom? series? Yeah, it's called Doom Annihilation or something like that. Is it that. based on the game? game? Uh, no. Oh, okay. it looks a lot like the game, but it's probably the well, maybe not the most, but one of the most poorly directed and poorly casted show or movie. I don't even remember. I've ever seen. Really? Not a single. It's all Marines, of course. Not a single person in there looks like they could possibly be a Marine. Really? They got like this five-two Asian girl who's clearly a model, and then you got this uh, hellaciously tall uh, other dude who has to squat in front of everybody because he's so damn tall. <laughs> damn. And none of them speak or walk or do literally anything like a soldier or make any decisions like a soldier or a soldier would it's like a student film oh, you're kind of selling me on this like you should watch that. it it's kind of interesting <laughs> how bad you can make it and like not care as the director you remember that carl urban and the rock do movie that was awesome that was freaking yeah. awesome they had that whole <laughs> end scene where it was like the game doom yeah. i was like more of this the whole movie should have been that yeah and that one had people who were soldier like yeah. like burly they're kind of fucked up in the yeah. head these guys were just instagram influencers yeah. with a gun <laughs> so, it was, so kind of back to like the main theme of our podcast apocalypse um do you think like all these um apocalyptic movies and stuff are kind of downplaying like real like apocalypse scenarios like do you feel like people are just like numb to the idea of apocalypse or do you think like oh, if, that's a good you know i yeah, think it actually does the opposite and makes people always keeps that in your head like uh that society's kind of fragile and if you intentionally try and fuck it up it will totally get fucked up yeah yeah i, don't know. I, guess I think so. it keeps us cynical yeah yeah it, it definitely could it could be you know it could do good on both both, both spectrums it could help you prepare for one or it could just like numb you to the fact like ah oh, this is never going to happen and when it actually yeah. happens you don't know what the fuck to do for we, sure we do pretty good or like hollywood and other places do pretty good on uh making war movies look like war sucks mm -hmm. yeah and i think that makes people more cynical and like more aware of the things mm -hmm. uh some movies like the brad pitt netflix again uh <laughs> brad pitt where he plays the general what's his name abram or whatever i don't remember but mm -hmm. brad pitt plays a general and that just seems seen so like downplaying how war actually is because it's just a comedy where he like gets people killed i guess mm. yeah. it's like i don't think that's very tasteful but yeah you know but there, there's also like the i think that actually you know like does. the saving private ryan's where it actually depicts like it has a story of course like you can't always depict war the way it actually is because like that's just fucking depressing mm -hmm. yeah you know but i think you have to have a little bit of history there and like i don't know i guess a war comedy movie might make a little bit of sense to, to some extent because you know it's like yeah done properly you, you know you, uh, yeah spin on yeah it. has there been any uh, apocalyptic movie where the world actually ended they usually save the day in the end right uh cabin in the woods oh that's fantastic true. film fantastic ending too that was pretty cool it's like Scooby-Doo, <laughs> but not. I guess that one Sandra Bullock movie. Um, Which one's that one? The Blind or whatever. Like, uh, the, the Bird Blind Box. Side? The, uh, Bird Box, yeah, Bird Box. <laughs> the, blind, the football movie. <laughs> yeah. About Michael Orr. 
Yeah, Bird Box. That was Netflix too, right? Yeah, yeah that yeah, one was good. That was pretty good. I, yeah. I hear a lot of people dogging on the movie. Yeah. Like, even though it's been out for like, what, two years or a year mm-hmm. now? Like, people hate it. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. It's free. Content. It doesn't show yeah, the monster. Point. That's the yeah. fucking point. Yeah. Like, you would Why go insane if you saw it. Is that me popping? I have no idea. Let's go back up. We just uh, make sure your thing's nice and tight. Oh, so tight. But, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I liked it. I think, you know, the world kind of does end on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing goes it's, back to the way it was. Yeah, nothing gets fixed. Um, I mean, I guess, like, uh, The Walking Dead, I mean, they're still in like the end of the world i think there's yeah. more um, more zombies and stuff than there is like anybody else mm-hmm. this is like you know what i do like about those survival type movies is um how would you like fare in like those type of scenarios you know like even like judgment day and terminators they're like survival apocalypse movies like how would like the human race actually do in those type of scenarios would like the cdc like come and just fucking destroy everything with their you know, go back to normal, like how, you know, like if the zombie apocalypse actually did happen, like how do you think it would actually play out? Like, do you think it'd be more closely to like The Walking Dead or do you think it'd just totally turn out something different? I think it'd be more of the 28 days later variety oh. where you're not a dead person, obviously, because you're dead. You're not going to move. You don't have electronic signals mm-hmm. moving you around and you're or you're going to starve to death, which is why. I like 28 Days Later so much is it's kind of a realistic depiction of zombies because it's uh, it's actually a disease that just yeah. makes you go feral. And then in 28 weeks later, yeah, they say it, like, like the everyone's like rabies or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, like in the second movie, they say like, oh, most of them starve to death, but you can still find some. Yeah. And like that makes sense to me. Yeah, uh, for sure. Like Walking Dead or... Resident Evil, which I do like both of those. It's just weird when it, the apocalypse has been going on for like 20 years yeah. and these zombies are still like walking around. Yeah. yeah. Like, wouldn't it, they at least like just get worn down so much that they couldn't move? I mean, right? the, the body would eventually break down. Yeah. yeah. You know? And like, how do you move muscles if you're just bone? Yeah. yeah. You're going to get that ri- once that rigor mortis sets in. You're not going to yeah. be able to do any walking. Yeah. Really? They'd just be a puffy mess. No. Just stiff as a board. <laughs> That doesn't really make sense to me, but I do like those. I do like the twenty-eight days later concept because yeah. that's that's pretty much like I how I think it would, it would it'd be like some crazy super disease, everyone would catch it, you know they, yeah. you know fight and chaos and fucking you know just everywhere would be just fucking nuts and chaos, you know. Yeah, I believe it's The Walking Dead that does this. It's uh, it doesn't. It's not if you get bit, right? Like anybody that dies comes back as a zombie. Right? Isn't that the way it is? I think everyone might have the virus. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, when you get to that point and stuff where you're just going to die you get and turn into a zombie, it's like, what's the point anyway? Like, there's no fighting this, I guess. So this I, is the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> We're already... They need to treat that a little more seriously. They did. <laughs> we'll walk the earth. Yeah, I don't know. I so what, what is your guys' favorite ap- apocalyptic movie? Mm. If you have one. Don't want to close my eyes. <laughs> Don't want to fall asleep. Is it, does it count as an apocalypse movie if the apocalypse is averted? Or does it have to be during the apocalypse? Probably during the apocalypse. Yeah. Or like the apocalypse happens at the end at some point. Because I was going to say Independence Day. 
That's kind of good. Yeah, it's kind of like an apocalyptic movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I would. I a lot of people die. That. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. All of LA gets movie. decimated. It's, it's one of those. Who did that one? Uh, Emmerich? Yeah. 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 Emmerich? yeah. He, he is like the apocalyptic master. Yeah. Didn't, didn't he yeah. do uh, The Day After or The Day After Tomorrow? Yeah. I think that was his 2012. Yep. 2012. Yep. Yeah. I did not like 2012. I like Day After Tomorrow. I haven't seen 2012. I think I saw Day After Tomorrow. It's Jake. Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're New York that. and shit, and it has Quaid, Mr. Quaid. Is it still popping? No, Damn. he's popping, pop lock and dropping. All right, we're just messing with some audio here. My name is Quaid, John Quaid. What is his name? John, or isn't it like <laughs> Phoenix Quaid? Quaid or something? Yeah. Or it's like Steel Quaid, something like that. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's name in Commando, right? Oh, I, no, <laughs> Commando, it's John Matrix. Oh, John Matrix. I think uh, the one you're talking about is Total Recall, where his name's Quaid. Is that one? Yeah. That's a good one, too. My favorite apoc- apocalyptic movie is uh, Jingle All the Way, the, <laughs> with, <laughs> where he's trying to get a Turbo Man now. Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> I, Shut up. I think it was a. I, I don't remember. He's what, got a crazy name in that movie too. I don't remember what comedian said this, but it was hilarious. Um, how it's funny that everyone can make an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression impersonation, but Arnold Schwarzenegger cannot make an impression of someone that could say California. <laughs> <laughs> California. <laughs> I don't remember what comedian said that, but it is fucking hilarious. I was so bummed when he became governor because just because I, I wasn't living there at the time. Yeah. Yeah, usually, when you hit up the DMV, they always have like a picture of the governor there, and like uh, I think he's even on the DMV books. And I'm like, man, man, hook me up that. with one of those. Yeah, I kind of want to get something with Arnold on there. Do you think? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I guess my favorite apocalyptic movie would probably be like The Day After Tomorrow. I liked that one. I mean, yeah. Armageddon's good. Deep Impact's good. I liked Armageddon a lot. Didn't really care for 2012 too much. No. Yeah, that one was kind of just not very, uh, what's the word? Not very style stylistic in any way. It was just kind of like. <laughs> they were just going off fear. It's like if yeah. someone made like in 1999 a Y2K movie. Yeah. You know. Um, hmm, I was going to say something about zombies, but I forgot. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I don't really Fuck care zombies. for like zombie movies too much. Like I, I, you know, if the zombie apocalypse happens, it's like whatever. But what does like actually really scare me is like a, a pandemic, like mm, yeah, you know, crazy fucking deadly outbreak man-made of disease. Well, man made or even like they're coming out like not they're coming out, but um, the bacteria is like like mutating to where now they're having like drug resistant bacteria that they can't treat anymore. Yeah, you know, they're not you know you can't treat them with bacteria like antibacterials and and stuff like that anymore. That's why you need to take your antibiotics fully and completely. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. that's where it what it comes from is people only take half of their antibiotics, say, oh, I feel fine. And then the rest that are still there have the resistance. And mm. then you pass it on to someone else. And that person has a resistant antibiotic infection. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. So like that, that shit scares me for sure. Yeah. Like just the worldwide mm. pandemic. Do you feel out, out, like there's no truth or science behind this at all and it could be just just like it's just a random thought of mine do you feel like all these anti-vaxxers could like in the long run be doing like a horrible disservice because we all get vaccinated for like these certain diseases mm-hmm. 
And then like, of course, like there's anti-vaxxers out there that are obviously not vaccinating their kids and it's spreading yeah. these diseases. So now like the vaccinations aren't really working, you know? Oh man. Diseases yeah, are like a comeback. So yes, it, it works out better when everyone is, you know, vaccinated. like, like what happens if like the measles or polio comes back and now all of a sudden we don't have a vaccination for it anymore. Yeah. I it's believe already have, become a disease. Yeah, I think yeah. we have a measles outbreak here in Washington mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's come back like fucking gangbusters. Like, I know if you were born like before or be after, no, wait, before like 1988 or 1990 or something like that, they're recommending like get all your vaccinated, your vaccinations like up to date again. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Didn't like, UW just say if you don't have your vaccines, get out? I think that's like an yeah. elementary school. Yeah, nice. in like junior highs and stuff. They're like, sorry, if your kids aren't vaccinated, you can't come to school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my daughter, she got a note or I uh, got a phone call saying that she couldn't come to school after a certain date until her uh, her newest uh, vaccine was given to her. So it's like, how do you get away with not doing it? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, how's this? How do you get away from not vaccinating your kids? Are they homeschooled? What's going on? That's a prime example. Oh. And I'm going to get slightly political is these are people who are victims of good times you know how they Ooh. say good times create weak men and bad yeah. times create strong men oh. yeah and then those weak men create bad times and then those bad times create strong mm-hmm. people yeah that's what it is like people never lived through smallpox and die or not diabetes people still have diabetes uh just all of these like measles and polio and like all, yeah, these, all crazy, these things and like even the black plague it has like not a vaccine but has a cure you know yeah. if they find it shit and they don't give a shit or rather they think like all oh, the vaccines they're useless well yeah. only because they're doing their job so well that you don't see them yeah. doing their job i guess yeah. it's like working it no yeah. one no one cares until something wrong happens yeah. so you just yeah well it's interesting and this is slightly political too is like there's a big homeless problem right like like, here we go again like like everywhere though like everywhere and like especially la and like you know other places and like you have all these people that are conjugating in one area that are like sleeping in their own feces like they're they're you know drugs are drugs are everywhere there's rats there's you know feral cats there's you know you know all like you know fleas needle like all this stuff and Spoons. it's like that is like a perfect breeding ground for a like epidemic, like a disease just to outbreak. Sure. You know what I mean? I want the next zombie movie to start off with like just some crazy homeless guy. <laughs> and then he bites just some random dude walking home. That's what it'll start like. Yeah. What would be He's gonna drop the needle on the ground and be like, it's fine. <laughs> just blows on it. We talked uh, a little bit about this at the beginning of the podcast. What would be your ideal apocalyptic scenario, like the, the your preferred method of the world ending, you think me dying instantly, like yeah. <laughs> like explode the earth, like one where you would think like you would be able to survive in, or because I guess if if everyone dies, it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, maybe everyone dies. Maybe uh, you you could survive it, but there's gonna it's gonna be hard time. Yeah, hard times. There's like probably an 80, just because there's like an 80% chance you're not going to make it after. Like, it'd probably be better to, to be one of the the ones that died first yeah. than it would be to go on living. I want to live in interstellar apocalypse where like everyone where gets transferred over food. to that sick spaceship and yeah. they just uh, orbit around Jupiter the whole time. 
That sounds awesome. I'd I saw, do that. I saw Ad Astra. Uh, I rented that the other night. That it was, was okay. okay. Yeah, it had good visuals, but yeah. the story itself was kind of like, eh, I wanted it to kind of go somewhere. Uh-huh. You know, it was a, emotional. But... It's a really good question. Like your ideal, uh, you know, apocalyptic scenario. Like there, there's so many out there. Like a food sort. Uh, you know, like food, take... like not having any more food, like no, like water, dust bowl, like no more, yeah. you know, just like famine everywhere, you know? Mm. I don't know, man. Be... I definitely... And the, like the way we treat animals right now, there's not going to be any animals left to kill to eat, you mm-hmm. know? We have to start eating each other. Yeah, that's true. What was... Oh, yeah, and like Resident Evil, the problem with that one is like everything got the T-virus, like from yeah. birds to humans yeah. to other things, and Day of the Dead or... Dawn of the Dead, sorry. Um, it's just humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dogs, like, you can still eat a deer. Yeah. In Resident Evil, like, you're just fucked. I don't know. Being in, in, like, a big city, I would, like, my, I think my, the apocalyptic scenario that I would least like is uh, disease. Yeah. Yeah. Like, super contagious disease. Yeah. Anything realistic sounds mm-hmm. awful. Like, the real I would world definitely, is way like, more scary. I would definitely get the fuck out. You know, I, I live know, in the woods. Live in the woods. I know where there's a cabin eight hours away that no one yeah. can find. Or just go to Idaho. Yeah. I would also like it would suck having everyone I know die, but uh I am legend. Oh, because yeah. he just chills and like walks around New York and yeah. he does have to like barricade himself in like at yeah. night. But that sounds pretty cool. But like when that, he's yeah. golfing off of the yeah. S72 or yeah. S71. He's got the whole place to himself. Yep. Until night falls. Yeah. yeah. And then. But he's and then pretty, they move around his yeah. mannequins. He's got his generators and he's got power and shit. And his know? dog. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's fucking dope. Yeah. Horrible scene. Had to bring that up. <laughs> the dog choke out scene. Timeless. Yeah. yeah, that was terrible, man. I watched <laughs> that movie with the kids and they made me turn it off at the, after that scene. I was like, oh, my God. It's understandable. Yeah. I'd make you turn it off too. There's not much to see after that anyway. No. It's pretty cathartic afterwards though, because he obviously he's mad and then he just starts running over the fucking zombies mm-hmm. and just shoots them. You know basically tries to commit suicide. Yeah. Then that lady comes in and saves him. Was you know, I feel like that was a really good, world, man. Like a really good like um like Will Smith did a great job acting in that movie. Yeah, you know, I don't know if a lot of people could like pull off just acting by yourself like that. Yeah. yeah. You know. Like I know the the ending gets a lot of shit, but I think the rest of the movie was amazing. Like in my yeah. opinion, like I'm not a movie critic, so like no, what I say doesn't really matter to anything. Like I can think a movie's great and other people think it's shit, but I don't I don't care because, you know. Yeah, it's all about just enjoying yourself. Yeah. Like I have nothing against anyone who likes Doom, Apocalypse or whatever the fuck it was called, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Just so so. What's I your guys' like shitty. favorite like or your more more preferred apocalyptic scenario? Um, I just like to be as painless as possible, like a comet from the sky or something, just annihilating everything at once. That might be. You're gonna beautiful. go to the beach and like hug like in Double Impact? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's oh, like that. That's yeah, that's when they have the. I think it hits the water right, and there's like a big tsunami wave or something. Yeah, and the old couple goes. they just watch it show yeah. up. That'd be pretty nice and beautiful. Um, I do like, I do, I like any cosmic event that'd be good and painless, mm-hmm. but also kind of interesting. And then who knows, maybe I'll get chosen for the deep space thing, you know? 
I like to think though it might be mute. Um, but I think actual zombies. If the zombies in uh the AMC, what is it called again? I'm getting all mixed up with these dead. dead. Yeah, Walking Dead. I was gonna say Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Um, I don't think those zombies would be at all a danger in real life because mm-hmm. they're so slow and the only reason yeah. they get people is because of like it's got they have to move the plot yeah. forward and they always just appear out of nowhere I, f- I feel like that wouldn't happen in real life so it'd be remarkably easy to stave off these zombies oh i imagine it would be because like what they go silent pretty much. like you don't it's always like a a little bit of a jump scare where they don't hear them coming. Yeah, be, how? It would be impossibility because right when they enter the frame, it's like, Ehh. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> But walking up to them, they're dead silent. Yeah. Fucking Splinter Cell. Sam Fisher. Yeah, but also they don't run. And that's what terrifies me about 28 Days Later. Yeah, they, they run. sprint at yeah. you. It's terrifying. Same with Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. That was like they a remake. They just run yeah. after you immediately. I don't like that. I think my favorite uh, end times uh, media would probably be The Last of Us. I think that was done pretty well. And like, oh, yeah. Like the, that one's scary. Yeah. Like the freaking, the threat is biological and they have like those spores that you can't breathe in. That kind of, it's like it's something that makes sense to me and stuff like that could be a yeah. real thing. So I think in nature too, they have like, uh, there yeah. are like zombified fucking um ants yeah right beetles Beetles, fucking they have that actually uh, what they based it off of there's that parasitic worm i think that gets into snails and like freaking you can tell because like their eyes are all throbbing and it freaking it makes the snail like purposely tries to get the snail eaten by like a bird or something to come just so it could it could uh reproduce and spread through that bigger animal that's like fucking nuts dude yeah if something like that happened to us jesus christ People get parasites get all the gross. time. Oh yeah, some people put parasites in themselves. Yeah, willingly. But there's another one that actually makes ants grow like these weird antler things. Yeah, so oh, similar yeah. to yeah. Last yep. of Us. Yep. And then when you kill it, it just like wriggles out of the fucking. It's just the most horrifying thing I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah, dude, like those parasite things, man. This is fucking nasty. They dude. almost always make you just kill yourself to get put I, in a bigger animal. I watched. Yeah. Uh, um shit what was it the the fishing guy um with jeremy wade uh river monsters oh yeah yeah he did an episode on parasites dude it was fucking nasty dude like oh my god yeah that's why you'll never see me going in like a river in brazil no (laughs) yeah dear god well well the thing is like people have to live in those like situations though you know it's not like they have a choice it's not like they come back home because that is their home they have some that, like, uh, when you're in the water, they'll slither up your urethra if you allow up them to. Your pee stream, yes. So even if you're like standing on if the you're bank, peeing and in there, peeing it'll in just there. swim so fast that it just swims its way right into your penis. Well, dude, I don't think that's the worst thing. There's flies that the like, bot flies. Like, have you seen that? Those? Yeah, that like bite you, and then like they'll lay their eggs, and if you don't catch it in time, like it will like get into your brain and stuff, and then like there's no coming back. Mm. Have you ever seen them cut Sleeping out a bot fly before? Horrible. Oh, yeah. And they have to like slice it open and squeeze it out and, and then pull that fucking uh, huge worm out. Yeah, dude. It's. Oh, yeah. I shit. saw this one thing of a That's parasite. That's like, like living in an apocalypse every single day. Yeah. Yeah. 
No offense to anyone who lives here. Well, it's just like, you know, like we, we're, we're sitting here in our nice warm room, yeah. you know, with our nice sweaters. Yeah, where you know, rabies doesn't even With exist. our McMuffins and everything and our mm-hmm. good beer and coffee. And we like, there's people that live in apocalypse sit, like situations and scenarios like every single day. Shouldn't have ate that McMuffin. I feel good <laughs> now. Ugh. Sorry to interrupt, John. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's this one thing of this parasite worm mm-hmm. that grows in your veins and it like kind of just follows the length of your uh veins so it mm-hmm. can get pretty long and the way you have to do it is it doesn't easily squeeze out so you make the incision and you like you have to squeeze it out like uh centimeter by centimeter yeah. and like cut it off and it'll be like this long like three feet long and i can't think of it it's apparently right. super painful and takes a long time to get out it's terrible but you also can't leave the last bit in because that last bit will like back. a starfish just grow Ugh. and turn into another parasite Ugh. it's like get it all we're not doing this again yeah get it all now yeah yeah just chop off my fucking leg <laughs> thank you they have uh, uh what are those um emily was telling me i couldn't walk uh barefoot into the backyard when we went back east because uh what are those little ticks that burrow in your skin? Oh, oh yeah, you'll yeah. get Lyme disease. You'll get Lyme disease. Yeah, Isn't that crazy. Uh, is it like a isn't is Lyme disease like really big in the East Coast? I think I so. Emily so. knew somebody that got it. Yeah, like just at the like the beaches <coughs> or everywhere. Forest, I think like I yeah, grassy areas. So like she was telling okay. me not to go in the backyard because her mom has like a little bit of property back there. Um, it's all like foresty, mm-hmm. like in the back, and she's like, don't go out there barefoot. It's like definitely like it might be an East Coast. Oh, I know it's everywhere, but like it's definitely more prominent in like East Coast like areas because like you don't really hear about it too much here. I mean, maybe it's too wet, but yeah. I don't know. You know where it's probably prevalent the most is like Georgia area where it's yeah. warm and still foresty, yeah. kind of swampy. Yeah. yeah. That'll High probably humidity, get you a yeah. tick. We don't really have quick. a lot of dangers out here. We live in a pretty docile part of the country. We really do, man. There's like no poisonous snakes or spiders. Like we really, we have like the best of both. Maybe that's why everybody's so pussified around here. And, and if we do have them, they're on, <laughs> they're in Eastern Washington. Yeah. And not, yeah. And so we don't have to worry about it. We're in the perfect spot. The only thing we really have is like mold. Yeah. Because it's yeah. so like yeah. Uh, humid. Yeah. Humid and wet all the time. Yeah. You get. Like even the, even like stuff. the snow apocalypse that people are predicting right now, man. It's like we might get a trace to three inches of fucking snow. Yeah, people are come panicking. on. Let's get a grip here. Like people are fucking storming Costco and storming like their fucking Ace Hardware's to get like all their food and supplies and you know de-icer and shit. It's like, dude, just wait two days. Two days. A dude. day. It's supposed to rain the second half of tomorrow. The snow will be fucking gone by noon. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah, the forecast is not even what it was anymore. anymore. No. It's like Wednesday to Friday. Or like, something. I understand, like, last year's snowpocalypse. That, that was a pretty good snowstorm. That was. For, like, what was it, like, two weeks in a row? Like, yeah, we had to, that yeah. hit pretty hard. Yeah. I still went to work every fucking day, yeah. though. <laughs> I, like, I like it when it snows like that stuff. Freaking, I like how it slows things down, like, calms things down yeah. a little bit. I love how there's no one on the road. Yeah. It's just me and my Jeep. Go where I need to go. Yeah, so it's, it becomes I am legend out there. Yeah, yeah it's so silent. <laughs> yes. Which is nice in these loud times with all this fucking crazy shit happening, the world ending all yeah. around us. It's nice to take a step back, enjoy the snow, take a little breather. That's I my think. favorite part about it is just the dead silence. Yeah. Which apparently is not because all the birds and stuff are gone, but 
that the snow absorbs yeah. the sound much better. Yeah. yeah. You know, I that is another apocalyptic scenario that like I, I wouldn't be too uh that, that it might be a good one for me. It's like just weather. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't mind weather. Have you yeah. seen Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer, isn't that it's James Bond? Evans? No. On the train? Yeah. yeah I thought that where, was cool. That's a good apocalypse. Movie. Is it? Yeah. Uh the whole world is on a train. And mm-hmm. everyone that sucks like more like 50 percent of them are in the back and they're just like peasants and as yeah. you move forward that gets uh yeah you get more privileged and it's just a really nice take on like society but also in a in an apocalyptic frame i think the conductor's ed harris isn't it turns out to be when he finally gets he, to the top i think so yeah i think the whole movie is him fighting oh yeah just fighting his way to the to the front of the of the train i believe that's what it's about right yeah you know and that's like the his whole yeah. world in there. That's you know, cool. it, it's interesting. You know, like all this talk about climate change and stuff, and like we could like potentially be in like apocalyptic scenarios, like here in the next twenty years, like with you know just everything being too hot and oceans rising and you everything know, burning, everything burning. Like, like look, dude, we've had more fires like in the last few years, like Australia included. Like, look at the United States, like how much fire has been going on. Like California, California. was decimated by fires these last like five years yeah i think it's you know uh, there's like no rain they want like i remember william shatner god this guy he <laughs> wanted to build like a fucking um like a tube or like a tunnel or like a big huge like fucking thing to grab our water so it could like get streamed down to california what? steal our yeah. water man. he wanted to stream our, he wanted to build a big huge pipe <laughs> so our water could get like streamed to california like that's how desperate they are. They're trying sure. to. William Shatner's know. like, my pool can't get filled up. I have exactly. to pay so much money. You know, it's like you know, like things. Like I don't Beverly know. Hills House. Oh, but there, there's weird things like you know, like in the 50s or 60s. You know, when they had leaded gas. You know, everyone was sick and they didn't know why. Yeah. You know, and there's a few people that knew why, but no one would listen to them. Yeah. You know, eventually everyone, like people, found out that leaded gas is fucking terrible for you, and everyone was getting lead poisoning. Who'd have thought? You know. They say that's why Detroit got all fucked up. Really? It's lead poisoning. Detroit. And that increases places with lead in their water, like higher amounts of lead, tend to have like more crime. Well, uh, I don't know how proven that is, but it's... Well, it's just... It, it's, it definitely stunts like development, and people get sicker a lot easier, you know, and just... It's a it's a bad thing, lead poisoning. I mean, that's why they that's why there's unleaded gas now. It's because people yeah. were getting lead poisoning just breathing it in. I don't want that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's crazy. You know, like our. I don't think science, like science, has definitely improved in the last you know thousand years. Mm-hmm. You know, like science has, yeah, sure. has been a great thing, but I still don't think like our scientists are respected or good enough to like really have a big say on how things are managed yeah like, and you know what i mean like yeah. even though what that's called there's a system of government where the science i forgot what it was called uh the scientists govern everything mm-hmm. like it's all about what is what do the scientists say mm-hmm. yeah. and then there's people who carry out those things yeah that's probably how it should be here too yeah, I feel like. Well, I, I think I think we're definitely still in the early stages of science because everything still needs to have a paper, still needs to be peer reviewed, still needs like years and years and years of research, which is which is good. You need, you know, that. you need that type of stuff. But we're not far along. We don't know enough to have science run our governments because yeah. 
it would all still be a theory. It would all still be, you know, a thesis. And like, there's, you know, we're still in the unproven facts stage, I think, in our scientific development. Does that make sense? Yeah, and there's still a shitload of superstitious slash religious people oh, yeah. out there that just don't want to listen to anything you have to say. Do you feel like if religion like just stopped like a thousand years ago once like newton's like oh gravity like this cool stuff and people were like yeah yeah that's that's good that's good stuff that explains more than god yeah like how far of a civilization do you feel like humankind would be if like we stopped with the whole god thing like fucking a thousand years ago two thousand years ago 500 years ago whatever i think we'd be more advanced yeah there'd definitely be less war for sure we'd probably be living in a utopian society yeah probably Because, like, Isaac Newton was, well, you ask the Christian church and they say, oh, he was a virgin, but he was actually gay. And can you, and, like, a lot of gay people, like, in the past were persecuted. So it's like, imagine all those people that got persecuted in the past. What if they were allowed to actually, like, carry on with these ideas? Carry on with their ideas instead of getting fucked up. Like, same thing. We could be so far in our civilization, but we could also all be dead. That's true. Because, like, science has found, like, so many ways to kill us. Yeah. And, like, different scientific facts have, or theories have, like, disrupted, like, how, like, our culture has moved on and they just destroyed fucking everybody. That's that's also possible. I will say, I will say there is, you know, like, uh, I think if you are a religious person, that's fine. You know, you be religious, you do you, you know, whatever gets you going in the day. I do feel like religion has, like, it is good for people. Like, some people need religion. They need, like, that constant, someone is watching over you, do good things. Yeah. You know, or they need that that sense of uh, camaraderie and family and, and hope, sure. you know. Oh, I'd say, yeah. You know, and faith. They mm-hmm. need that to get through their day because, like, not knowing why you're doing something is scary. You know, yeah. why am I doing this? Why am I working so hard just to fucking feed my family? Yeah. You know, why isn't this always supplied or whatever? You know, so that, that faith and, like, there has to be something after this miserable fucking life. Yeah. You know, I think it helps a lot of people out. Yeah. I am actually jealous of that, though, I think. Like, I would... I would probably like to feel something like that again. Like I, I remember being young and feeling that way. And uh, like now that's kind of like gone. That that part of me that kind of hopes and thinks that I'll be eternally rewarded after all this. I think it's yeah. kind of, it's it's sad in a way. I'd, I'd give anything to feel like that again. Yeah. My dad, who's a scientist, he just, he says, man, I wish heaven's real. Yeah. I so wish it is. Yeah. I hope. I don't I think it faith. is. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope. I hope it is. I would love that. It would be amazing. Pick time. Mm-hmm. For the twit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could go 50-50. If there was no religion, then we would likely not have the empathy that we what that we had. That's true. We might we could be living in just Gene Roddenberry's wet dream right now if we didn't have Yeah, that. maybe that too. Like we could all just be diseaseless and just traveling the universe. Is there a space religion in Star Wars or Star Trek? <laughs> uh, there has like to be, other right? cultures have a religion, like Klingons have a religion. Like oh, there's cultures that have religion. Yeah. But I don't think that like the Federation doesn't say it doesn't support one way or the other. It doesn't, you know, it's like, you believe what you believe, but like, this is, this is our system. Like we are a scientific community. You know, we go out and explore. Vest. You know, like your culture is your culture. 
Yeah. But this is how we do things. Have you guys seen The Expanse? I haven't. I've no, seen it on I've, Emma. I've seen it there. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, available yeah. to stream. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I one see it. Yeah. actually has Mormons in there. Oh, and they're really? a huge, like, like their own like bubble of people. And uh, in The Expanse, they're actually trying to build an extra large spaceship to go orbit around or to go to a new Earth, basically. And that's like what the show says is that's like the true nature of Mormonism is to uh-huh. be not transported after death, but transported to a paradise of only Mormons yeah. physically in this universe. They believe like everyone's going to have their own planet. Yeah. Type thing. And like uh, you will be, you will die and you yeah. get your own planet. And you in and the family. series, you have these Mormon elders who are like, the ship needs to be better. And we only have like four years before the great, some the great migration mm-hmm. and stuff. That sounds and pretty good. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, surprisingly good show. Uh, it the first episode takes a little while to get into because it's just like one of those episodes where it's in one room mm-hmm. and they just make it work with the acting and the writing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But once you get through there and get into uh the series, it's yeah. really good, really fascinating. I had a, I had a pretty a hard time listening. watching like the expanse, like the first one. Like I really want to get into it because like I hear it's like what sci-fi needs to be these days. Mm-hmm. I hear it's great, but like that first episode was a drag. Yeah, yeah. it drags. You it know, drags. it's got like have you ever watched the hundred? I know it's more of like a I've heard of it, but I never watched early twenties teen type movie, I guess you could call it. Yeah. Um but, but they all get abducted or something, right? Well, no, it's it's about like these hundred kids, right? So they Earth becomes inhabitable, so they build a spaceship and they live like a few generations on this spaceship, waiting for Earth to become habitable again. And like these criminal kids, like they don't have enough life support or resources to keep the ship going. So what they do is they send a hundred kids, like that were all criminals and in jail and stuff, to the Earth to see if it's you know quotation marks habitable yeah. for everybody. Ends up being habitable, and they're able to like live there. Um, you know, through a series of events, the ship in, eventually ends up there. And, like, of course, there's, like, cultures that have lived through the apocalypse, like, you know, through different, like, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's different cultures that have lived through the apocalypse and the Earth ending and, like, stuff like that. So they're pretty much, like, they're the space group. And then, like, they're fighting with these other groups that have been there the whole time, you know. And, mm. you know, it's pretty good. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. That sounds good. What is it on? Yeah, I think it was on, like, CW. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's why it was a young adult. Yeah. It was on CW. Yeah. But, you know, I like, I watched it and I'm not a young adult, but I, I really, I really you dug it. it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I think it's Check on it Netflix out. now. You yeah, know, like I've all. I've seen it. I haven't seen it, but yeah. I've seen it there. It's, it's a good watch, man. Like, <laughs> I've seen it, but yeah, I haven't seen there's, it. There's some, you know, young adult like themes tropes. in there, you know, yeah. tropes and stuff. But, you know, fuck, I was young once. I could watch it. <laughs> we both have model good looks. It's not like I'm watching a high school musical or anything, yeah. you know. Some kid named Dawson is constantly truffling out yeah. his hair. You know, yeah, somehow has frosted uh... tips. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Exactly. Why is your hair so nice? Do you even have shampoo? What do you guys feel about, like, apocalyptic video games? Yeah. Oh, Last of great, us, baby. Yeah. Fallout 4 and 3? Awesome. Yeah, the fallouts are pretty good. I oh, like games Vegas. where you have to collect things. Like you're yeah. in a post-apocalyptic place and you have to explore and collect things. So yeah. that's like my bread and butter right there, baby. Collecting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like collecting. I like, you know, I like the 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 idea of collecting too. You know, it's a like it's rewarding to get stuff that 
you know other people might not have found or don't yeah. have like i love the concept of like destiny 2 mm-hmm. or destiny in, in general is not apocalyptic well i guess it kind of is mm-hmm. um i love oh, the yeah. i, I love it. the idea of it that you can have a gun that you're playing with against other people that no one else has oh really and you have armor that no one else has that's cool you know or upgrades that no one else has yeah that's one thing that pees me about games is there's always like some weapons or armor that you just go with because it's better than everything else. Yeah. But they find a way to make it balanced where like well, you can be surprised it. by yeah. people having a gun that they have. And, yeah. yeah. You might get killed by it and be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, was that a rocket launcher or something? And it's like this raid gun that mm-hmm. you got after defeating some boss. That is cool. No, it is. I love that shit. I like that last Fallout too, where it's freaking. Well, to my knowledge, anyway, stuff doesn't uh, repopulate. So, like, once you collect it, it's gone. Like, you can't just go back to the same place, open up a drawer, and collect some gum. Or is something. that Fallout <laughs> Four or the? I think it's Four. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the last one I played. Yeah, I I don't know how the online one is. Is it any good? Like seventy sixers? Is that what it's called? Like that oh, one's yeah. considered horrible is by that? peers, but it's okay. It had a good concept. Yeah. You know, that, that that's the thing. It's like you can have like this great concept. But you just have to fucking follow through. Yeah, yeah it was really like, buggy. Like the thing the is, thing. like Bethesda knows how to make games. If they made a Fallout Skyrim-esque game like online, like MMO style and just like took their time and did it, it'd probably still be playing, yeah. like being played like a ton right now. Look at Skyrim, dude. That People don't put that game away and it's like 10 fucking years old. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, really now. Um, yeah, 76 was just a reskin four and it turned out awful. It was super buggy, like some bugs would like keep you from advancing. And the only way to correct it would be to delete the game, re-download it with the update, and then get back into it. And that's why people fucking hated it. That's a long one too. I haven't I've only Four played awesome. the intro of Skyrim. Uh, and mm-hmm. I I have it on uh PS4, I have it on Steam. And I have it on Xbox. I have like three different <laughs> copies of it. Bethesda and loves I have, you. I have never played yeah. it. Dude, you got to. Uh, it's highly pickupable. Like yeah. even Vanessa can play that game. Nice. And she's usually like, I play Stardew Valley and like other top-down mm-hmm. games. But Skyrim, she can play easily. And actually enjoys it too. Same thing with Vicky. Vicky, I went to her house once and her PS3 had like the hours. Uh-huh. And she had like 200 hours on Dang. on uh, Skyrim. And I was like, nice. Yeah. Dude, that's how I, I was with GTA Online, man. I fucking played that game so much. Yeah. What made you stop? Played the shit out of money. it. Well, There's uh, nothing more to see. No, not money. Like, I glitched and I have, I had, so I probably still have so much money, billions and billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, no one to play with. Like, the mm-hmm. person that I played with all the time, like, stopped playing. So I just lost interest. Mm-hmm. What do you want? PS4. We all have a PS4, right? I don't have one anymore. I gotta get one though. I'm definitely gonna. I, I'm. I think uh, this new console wars. I'd probably go back to PlayStation to your PS5. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna go with PS5. Mm-hmm. If you all do, I will too. You know, I there's one thing about GTA that I loved, but like, or not one thing, but there's one thing that like I think they could have approved on so much better is like have just like a 10 percent more of our like rpg elements in there with yeah like ranking up more and stuff, of like you know making you fat or buff or something like yeah San and Andreas. just like make your stats like actually matter yeah you yeah know? i never got the stats like with the sneak thing i was like okay i can sneak better now never noticed anything <laughs> no you're like shooting like you never zero noticed, you know? to 
all the way. Up. I think it may have like helped in like single player, but it never helped on online at all. Never. You know, like to add like and add variety. Like I, if I'm gonna like, of course it's a money based, you know, Hollywood satire movie. So not everyone's gonna have a, like the same car or whatever. But like, if you have like a very rare gun, I like I want that gun to be like. I want it to be better than everybody else's. If I spent like fucking 24 yeah. hours getting one gun, like I want it to be better than everything else. Like that's one thing that yeah. bugs me about games is like even on Destiny, like you can have this gun and it's a fucking God gun mm-hmm. and you spend fucking days and days and days and days and try to get it. And like only 3% of the population of Destiny has it and it's fucking a God gun. You'll, you know, people bitch and it gets nerfed and then like what's the point it's like if you spent that much time getting that gun yeah you should have the ability just to fucking destroy because like you've earned that gun yeah you know get good get good scrub like find ways to beat that gun you know i hate nerfing you know like unnecessary yeah. nerfs you know yeah what's a nerf a uh, nerf is when you uh lower the damage or ability of a particular uh Ability game or element uh-huh. so like overwatch that has a lot of nerfs and the opposite of nerf which is down is a buff which uh-huh. is up when you get buffed that means the gun is better or the character is better now okay and with they do it a lot with team-based games yeah. like rainbow six they're and always stuff. trying to find this balance yeah because they do esports now mm-hmm. and the big thing about it is we can't have when you have professionals they're going to choose the best uh-huh. way Every time. Yeah. And if you have an overpowered thing, they will only ever choose that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they there's try to a make lot everything of, equal. Yeah. So you have variety. Okay. Like every gun has its downfall. Every gun, every ability has its downfall, but also has its ups. Yeah. But the thing is, like with games that aren't esports related, like what? bring a little bit more imagination. Like I want, if I'm going to spend fucking 30 hours getting this piece of armor, I want it to be fucking good. Yeah. Right. You know, especially on like Destiny to where it's like, it's, I would say 75% of the game is PVE. Yeah. You know, it's always versus the environment. Like rarely, like, of course you play 15, 25% of the game, like playing against other players, but most of the time it's against the environment, mm-hmm. you know, with your clan or whatever you got going on, you know? Yeah. Like, don't. no, it's too good. Yeah, exactly. man. GTA kind of kept it that way with vehicles. If yeah. you spent $20 million on a vehicle, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. It flies. Uh, they have like the uh, for like fifteen million dollars. I forgot what it's called in GTA Five, but it's the uh, Back to the Future car, and you can yeah. push a button and the wheels will go oh, shit. into it and it'll fly oh. around and shit. I want that. Yeah, I used to. And play. It's expensive <laughs> and it's awesome. Honestly, I tell you the god honest truth. Like I played GTA Five so much and I didn't even get to experience heights. Really? Because, like, none of my friends played anymore. So it's like, uh, you know, yeah. like, you quit playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick quit playing. Like, Brant, like, he quit playing. Like, all these people, like, Thomas, like, well, like my cousin. You say Brant? Brent. Oh, Brent. Brent. Like, all these people I played GTA with just stopped playing Grand Theft Auto. And, like, or they're like, oh, I don't have time for a heist. So we'll play, like, 30 minutes. And it's like, well, fuck, yeah. man. You know, like... I really enjoy like playing this game and it's so awesome having all of this on their headsets, but no one fucking plays, you know, sandwich episode playing heist would be cool. Yeah. yeah. That should be our YouTube content mm-hmm. is doing rockstar games. Cause they yeah. also are starting to do that with red dead. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I think we all have that, right? I don't know. 
I got it. You guys, uh, you guys spend money, or do you just hustle? I just figure. hustle. I hustle too. Yeah. I refuse to spend any more fucking money. No, if we dude, did it for I'm, the podcast, that spend. Yeah, I mean, just if, to have if, some, yeah, content. yeah, just for content. But like, I refuse to spend money on a game that I've already bought. Yeah, you know. Yeah, unless it's pretty awesome. But I'm, I'm at fine, GCA, it's expensive. I'm fine. I am fine spending money. Actually, I'm not fine with DLCs. Like, what pisses me off sometimes about these games is they'll they'll release this game. It's like, oh, you have the rest of the game coming out next year on this DLC. It's like, you know, there used to be a point in time where you just released the whole fucking game. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know, Shit. finished, and you didn't have to patch anything. You know? Yeah. Now it's like, oh, one day patch. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's a bunch of shit fucked up. Yeah, because... You know? But I guess, granted, they were all single-player games, you know? It's all this fucking scrum mentality. And if you've ever worked in uh, corporate, you know what Scrum is, which basically it's let's not solve the problem and do it later. Mm-hmm. And that's basically Scrum. Just put out a product as quickly as possible, even if it's complete yep. dog shit, and just use the money you got from first first buyers and yep. like create it. Yeah. Do you think, you know, I, I feel it's like if people... I'll buy it anyway. I think yeah. if people quit <laughs> pre-ordering games, maybe like developers would like spend a little bit more time. Yeah. You know. There has been a lot of protests. Like Battlefield 2 went down to 10 bucks for the whole game after like a month. Really? Because everyone was so mad about uh, just the microtransactions. Yeah. And like on Reddit, that it got shit. a lot of steam and yeah. they lost a lot of money. You see, that shit pisses me off. I like... I am fine with playing the game, earning it. And like, if I have to spend, if I want to, I don't like pay to play. Mm-hmm. I hate pay to play. Me too. You know, like I am fine with spending monies on like different skins or whatever, but like, I feel like every gun in the game or ha- what have you should be able to be earned in a game mm-hmm. and, not, sure. and not have like this, you know, and I think that's where destiny Two really had a big downfall. Like, earlier in its earlier in its uh in its life like it was just so microtransaction heavy that people like couldn't play it man like this is like yeah you know like in the first they also have a bunch of dlc and it's like oh all your friends are playing this raid that's 25 dollars for one thing and you're just left out in the cold and they get all this cool stuff like it was just all around cash alienated well just no matter where you were at in Mm -hmm. the game you're alienated from so much of the rest of the base. See, I feel like GTA did it right because they never alienated everybody. They always pumped out new DLC, but everyone had a chance to get into it and yeah. play a lot of hours to get that gun or car, or they could just buy it. Yeah, you they know? could buy a shark card. Yeah, they could buy a shark card. But every, like everyone had the chance to play the raid and get those upgrades. Like if you could beat the raid, well, you're gonna get these guns. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Rainbow Six know. did it really well too. Sure. They have the season pass. And what that does is when a new level comes out, uh two new operators are usually characters uh come in and um basically you get the map for free. Everyone gets the map. And then if you're a season pass holder, you get the characters right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But anyone who didn't get it still gets the level still gets the new map but they can still save up their in-game currency to get the new characters they just have to uh, grind a little bit mm-hmm. and the season pass gives it to you instantly and everything else is all aesthetic so no one's really gaining an upper hand by paying yep. money and i i like grinding 
yeah, grinding's fun. Yeah. And I yeah. like having the new maps. Yeah. Like for free. That's a really nice thing. Even if you're just putting out one, you don't need to put out like three or five yeah. or whatever yeah. and have you pay fifteen dollars and then Halo Three did this a lot. You get into a lobby with your friends and he's like, Oh, sorry, I bought the <laughs> DLC and it's it says at the bottom, like, you cannot play yeah. with your friend. Exactly. Because you don't have the DLC. So no one buys it. Yeah. Or you buy it and it's a waste because you can't play it unless you're playing by yourself. Yeah. And then you move on to the next game. Yeah. Right. It sucks. So don't do that. So Eric, just to try kind of change the subject a little bit and back to our apocalypse. So uh the Ragnarok. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Ragnarok, baby. Ragnarok. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'm gonna tell you guys it's not just a movie. No. Have you, first off, have you guys heard of Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Oh, yeah. There we go. A Viking slab that, that describes a real-life Ragnarok apocalypse in the form of a cataclysmic climate change. So you have the Rock, R-O-K, or the Rockstone, which was unearthed in the 9th century near Sweden's Lake Vatern, holds the longest runic inscription in the world. And researchers feel like they are just barely uh, deciphering it now. Um, and what they claim it says is it talks about uh, issues with climate change in the past and also predicts a cataclysmic end of the world climate change scenario of the hmm. future. So this rock is essentially predicting the end of the world again. But obviously, hmm. there's other things of like, the, you know, the Mayan calendar. Yeah. And so it's all very similar. But now they feel like this is there's been uh, climate change issues in the past that kind of ended you know kind of like and, age kind yeah of and yeah and then now it's it's supposed to be happening again i don't know if it predicts a time slip, but it's just a coincidence seeing how we kind of seem to be going that way to a big fucking yeah. cataclysmic yeah. climate change event happening soon as we continue to roll back more environmental laws which yeah. sucks so we're just fucking steamrolling ahead man to this <laughs> end of the world scenario well well it's interesting like i guess uh to not back it up but to to say something like thor is actually a norse mythology god yeah he's not just a marvel character yes. like they're like what yeah exactly and like loki they're they're all gods it's kind of like yeah. the, it's kind of like the zeus it's like the greek mythology version for like yeah. the, for the, the, vikings. the for the vikings yeah. and norse so but if anyone has experienced climate change you would think it'd be like you know up there in like the ireland greenland for sure you know, yeah um iceland area mm-hmm. You know, Imagine parts the, of the storm world. for someone, for people who live outside to be like, the storm was so bad, I have to etch a giant rock yeah. for years and years just That's to let everybody know out. how yeah. shitty the snow was <laughs> that year. It was awful. Well, like, you know, when you to put this on a storm. Well, you have to think like what, like how long that civilization has been. Like it was probably like they're coming up probably at the end of an ice age. Yeah. You know, so maybe like their climate change was just sense. the snow melting. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and then like there's, there's this like, green. What? There's you this know, furry green stuff you know, on the ground, dude. It's right trippy. Now, you know? You know so Odin, why have you forsaken us? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then plants start to grow, and they're like, oh. We could smoke this? Weird. <laughs> this is nice. Smoke this. No, no, it, it's very interesting, like, having, like, all those old texts and stuff to, like, kind of get a feel of, like, how the world was. Because I guess um, I've read, you know, research paper, and maybe not papers, but more, like, you know just articles and stuff about like egypt like they say like the the nile river used to like flow right in front of the pyramids and stuff and right in front of yeah. the sphinx so yeah. like a lot of their travel like that used to be like a, a city center so people would travel by boat 
to Egypt and like have like this big huge city center with like the the three pyramid and the sphinx and all that it's like you know it used to be like green and like nice and luscious and stuff and like you know now out over the Nile River is compared to like it's a bit of a waste you know so they used to have like water and like they used to be like this big huge epicenter of like trade and you know commerce and all this stuff it was like the Statue of Liberty when you're getting off the boat in New York that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. You see this big old monument to the successful nation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. You know, it's it's. I'd uh, be dazzled by that. I would, man. Like, I, back like, in the day, seeing yeah. just this giant pile of rocks. Yeah, I'd probably be dazzled by it right now without you know without anything. Or really? you know? And have like, you seen the pictures of how it actually looked with? Yeah, like they had the like white. the smooth stone, yeah, the yeah, white, yeah. and then a golden cap on yeah. top. Mm-hmm. That would have been sick. Yeah, you know, it's like. You know, like with our technological like abilities right now, it's like the things that marvel me the most are like the things that the human race did before technology. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like the great lengths they went to take it to yeah. get there. You know, it's like, you know, there was probably a hundred thousand slaves that died building the pyramids. Yeah, shitty, really shitty. Mm-hmm. But like, look what those slaves helped create. You know, you know, like well, look what the Egyptian culture like, and I'm sure like. You know, like that—that that was their culture, and they yeah. lived by it, died by it. You know, sure, the health care was horrible back in those days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, even for the pharaoh, yeah. it wasn't very good. They're like, oh. "Oh, you have diarrhea? Here, let me let this bee sting you." Yeah, yeah, perfect. Well, I think like even like Tutankhamun, I think like he died when he was like sixteen. Yeah, and he was like deformed, like had bad bone disease, and, like yeah. super inbred, and like super, um, like bone disease it's and like quad that's why they're always wearing masks <laughs> probably quaid yeah. start the reactor <laughs> yeah. yes master yeah. no it's do you feel like uh i don't know like with sorry i just lost my train of thought that was so unprofessional to me oh it's fine it happens <laughs> all the time it happens you know a little bit more with me, I guess. You know, this, I will this, this say beer. my back hurts because I was freaking on my, I was like hunched over last night, just rolling egg rolls for like an hour. Oh, I made oh, no some shit. egg rolls and then I didn't notice that while I was doing it. But like, as soon as I was done, I put it all away and stuff and then I'm like, I go upright. As soon as I do that, I'm just like, oh my gosh, yep. it hasn't stopped hurting since. And you don't have a good chair this time. You don't oh, have yeah. a fancy chair. Yeah. It, you know, I'll, I'll I'll switch you up if, if need be. Oh no no I'm good. Um, I'm good. Yeah, it's because uh help Mary is uh building fires out there these days okay. and she prefers a comfy chair. Oh for sure. Sorry about just that. Just in case people are wondering why I'm doing that. <laughs> but we're not on video anymore. <laughs> oh, it's true. Uh, yeah, you know. So. I thought you were doing a bit. So so now <laughs> we're, so now when we talk to the people, we have to describe have to describe what we're doing. Yeah. So I have my arms spread like angels' wings, and I'm like thrusting my chest out. Jesus and, figure. Yeah. I'm pretty much doing the diamond cutter, kind of. Yep. The finishing move of Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, he's wrestling next week, actually. No shit. Yeah, I saw it on his Instagram that he's going to be on um, uh, whatever's on TNT. That's the oh AEW. Yeah, he's going to be on AEW and wrestle next week. It's like oh, I got my fun. pain meds, I got my stem cells, I'm ready to there fight. <laughs> and I got my Diamond Dallas Page yoga. Woo! <laughs> been hitting the yoga mat, something fierce. You know, that's something I've been wanting to do. Share the live show. Thanks, t Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that, that's been something, like, I've wanted to do is, like, uh, sorry, backtrack to when you were talking about food. 
mm-hmm. um, like actually do a food podcast. Yeah, that would be uh, cool. We are the John Sandwich Show, and I don't think we talk I mean, about yeah, food. We rarely talk about sandwiches on this show. But we They're rarely fine. talk about sandwiches. <laughs> you know? Like, maybe one of these times we should actually talk about sandwiches. Yeah, I love food. Sure. I, love I food fucking too. love food, man. You know, like... um, Especially... Your burgers are fucking good. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, we can make burgers. I mean, I could talk about food all day. Freaking... I've been taking more of a liking to... To cooking these days it like calms me i think yeah. it soothes me a little bit i made uh you've been making some i made some homemade shit yeah right i've got to start posting this shit more often like freaking oh. a lot of people a lot of people on my feed all they do is post their dinners i don't i don't ever do that i should probably start doing that dude you have some nice yeah. like your oyster i like, made you know what? i'll be right back i made poutine the other night Ooh. homemade poutine it's just fries gravy and uh cheese curds came out fucking incredible that sounds american as fuck hell yeah Poutine. Poutine for all my Canadian fans out there. I made some really good poutine. It came out really insane in the membrane. Insane in the brain. <laughs> but yeah, I, I try to throw out, uh, you know, I have my tried and true recipes, but I try to throw out something new. They're not all zingers. Sometimes I, I fuck stuff up and it doesn't come out right. And then I just apologize to my family the whole time as a reading. And then they like, eat sorry. it because they, they know it. you're the boss. Yeah, totally. What else you gonna do? <laughs> Go upstairs. <and> then, <laughs> yeah, you're like a lunch lady. Yeah, just like a lunch. Lady. Did you eat uh, cafeteria food ever? I have in the past. You just took me back. Cafeteria food has like a weird smell to it. Yeah, it has a weird like just odor. My grandmother uh from azusa california she uh after a certain age she became a lunch lady and uh, we used to go over to her house and she uh like had a lot of uh the cafeteria food yeah she brought the pans back with like the oh my favorite was when she brought the french bread pizzas back you know every every cafeteria has french bread pizzas i'm talking like elementary school food and she always had like milk the little tiny lunch oh yeah that was the only thing i actually drank yeah not the chocolate though, because even that had kind of a taste yeah. that I didn't like. It was only the regular milk mm-hmm. that I could really eat. Definitely, there's like a weird smell to it. I don't know cafeteria food smell. I always hated the pizza because it was clear they got the pizza like three days ago and heated it up for yeah, me. Yeah, for it sure. Just had that old pizza smell. In my school, I and believe, that was all of elementary school. I believe pizza was every Friday. I think we had pizza, and like they had like yeah. rotate between other things. Always gross. You know what I hated was were the uh, the wet green beans. Like yeah, oh. yeah. For some reason, in one of the little tray things, there's always green beans cut up in there, but they're always like wet for some reason, like yeah, water all like over them. Only six of them. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, I was happy I when I got it. to junior high, and then they had fucking they had food carts there and stuff with normal food yeah you can actually buy food yeah yeah even as a in elementary school i would tell people like they'd get excited for pizza day and i mean like what the fuck is wrong with you oh i don't like that at all it was far cooler to bring a sack lunch and stuff especially like when you had like fucking when your parents ponied out for the good snacks and stuff like fucking you have people hitting you up wanting some coming in with like fucking yeah, like a hot pocket. Yeah, always got the Capri Suns going too. Mm-hmm. Got that hot Cheeto mm-hmm. cheese action. Hot Cheeto cheese. Hey, Eric, I'm gonna get a fucking Cheeto, man. Hell yeah. Fuck you. Go to the shop at get banned from there. I'm gonna get my Cheeto. 
I know we're straying a little a little bit from the apocalypse scenario, so which is fine because every good apocalyptic movie ends in a in a good note, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I, I find it so interesting because, like, uh, at my work, there's a ton of different cultures, political views, um, w- w- what have you, you know. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I have come to realize that the one thing that we could talk about without any any problems at all is food mm-hmm. you know like other people's food like their oh, food the universal language it is, it is the universal language like you know like me and this one guy we talk all the time about food and he actually bought me this spice like from his uh this is like a, a common spice that his culture uses and he bought it for me so i could like try it out and stuff oh, I don't want to oh you have it right here yeah Whoa. let's smell it up yeah is it nutmeg you can get name, high off of it to it middle east spices Ooh, is that curry powder? No, it's like not curry at all. Crescent specialty foods. Premium spices. Dogs are mad. You're smelling their spices. Yeah. Cumin, coriander, sumac, cinnamon, nutmeg, paprika, salt, turmeric, black pepper. This is good for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's got There's everything the body needs. Like yeah, you can eat that like in the apocalypse all day long. What do you what do you put this in? Anything, Anything really. Chicken and beef. Mm. Oh, it's a lot better than the stuff I get at Safeway. I'll tell you that much. Dude, you should check out some like do you ever go to Hispanic like grocery stores or Indian grocery I do, stores. I do. They have good prices there. You go to Whole Foods and they have something worse that's like especially spices. Yeah. At Whole Foods it's like twenty five bucks for some paprika or something like that's that. So I gotta go down to my local carniceria. That's where that's where I get my tahine, man. I gotta get tahine. my tahine on. That, that tahine, that goes great in everything. I don't know if you guys ever tried that. Yeah, tahine goes apples. great. Yeah, it goes great on fruits. It goes great in it's the most versatile spices. If you ever had the tahine, tried that out. <laughs> you can even freaking oh my god! Even what's really good is to put it when you're having a beer or something. If you're eating a tecate or something tecate. like that, you can rub a little bit of tahine on the fucking uh, on the on the rim of the glass. Delicious. Oh yeah, just love that tahine. It's like an extra spice. That's literally the only thing Mexican about me. It's probably my love for tahine. Hmm. That's a pretty <laughs> Mexican thing. Yeah, loving tahine. I throw it in everything. Is it like the the ranch dressing for the Mexican culture? I pretty think much, it is. Yeah. Much, yeah, I think yeah. you could attribute that. It's like a lime based spice. I would oh, yeah. say, yeah. Is it like it's a, a lime salt or yeah, kind yeah. Of like lime salt powder or lemon pepper yeah. or something like that? It's got a little kick to it. It's a little hot. Oh, yeah, throw you'd that, like it. Throw that bitch on an apple. I'll bring, I'll bring some the next episode. And try yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Sounds good. I think I have some tajin. Do you? Yeah, we get it at QFC. Nice. QFC has some good selection occasionally. Yeah, I went to QFC. Uh, Emma had a job interview at uh, the Olive Garden, and I took her there, and I'm like, oh, I'll just go to this QFC to get stuff for dinner. And freaking, yeah, they had, like, meat mat on sale. So I bought, like, a bunch. I didn't even go there for meat, but I ended up buying a bunch of meat because I couldn't pass up that offer, son. Yeah. Nice. She's still working? Emma? No. Uh, she starts a new job though on Monday. I believe. Nice. Yeah. So she's not working at a theater anymore. Nope. nope. Oh, she was at the uh, at a hotel. No, oh, hotel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so right. she's not working there anymore. Tell her hit up where I work. Go to a grocery store bakery. 
yeah. the grocery, not the meat area because that's super busy. Grocery store, bakery area, best job I ever had. Nice. I worked at a bakery for a while. It's fun. Besides this job, obviously. Yeah. I like this job. Well, but yeah, it was easy as fuck. I, I can bake s- cookies all day. Yeah, I can still bake bread too. Sometimes yeah. I make bread. It's a very therapeutic thing to do. Kneading bread and time consuming. You got to like let the dough rise and go in there and just beat up bread and, you know, figure out some shit about your life, yeah. you know? And then when you're done figuring that shit out, you have this delicious bread to eat. Dude, That's I, your reward. Yeah, man. I love cooking, man. Cooking is therapeutic, man. Like It's a meditation. Whether you're speaking like, of Rag- Ragnarok, yeah. I really love cooking, so that's great. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, you know, what does it's, that it's, have to do with cooking? I don't know. Everything. <laughs> oh, Sean, you have so much to learn. <laughs> what else did you have in your notes, Eric? Um, did we go over everything in your notes? I think we did. Probably the first time it's We're ever happened. Two hours. So. Oh, I wanted to pour out our liquor for a couple things. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we lost Neil Pert, of course, of Rush. I don't know yeah. if you guys are big Rush fans. Of course, like one of the best freaking drummers in, in rock music. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, whether you like Rush or not, Neil Peart was like... Yeah, you have to respect the artistry, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. he, he was one of the, like, the founding father, fathers of, like, prog rock and progressive yeah. rock and everything. Like, he really... He, he's been a lot of drummers' idols for a very long yeah. time. You know, too soon, man. 67 died of brain, brain, yeah, brain cancer. cancer. I guess yeah. the long fight there. Another thing we have lost officially is the Chinese paddlefish. Yeah. Which after 150 million years on Earth, just yeah. went extinct. The first animal extinct uh, this year. Yeah. Or this decade. Of this new decade. Yeah, it's uh, pour one out to you, paddlefish. That tie definitely ties into our end of the world scenario. There. Yeah, it's definitely not uh, going to be the last. Yeah, for sure. Sadly to say. Have you it's gone just on sad Google how long it's lately? been around? It's crazy. <laughs> I haven't. Are things changing all around us? Uh, yeah, and they also have little blips that was very concerning to me of all the fish dead zones. Basically, it has like a little bone fish, like the skeleton of a fish, basically all around the Seattle Sound. Yeah, I think, uh, and it says like there are no fish here because you fucking fished them all. Yeah. Oh, really? It's yeah. it has that on Google Maps. Yeah, and it's oh, really. It, I, I assume it's just like a look what you've done kind of yeah. thing. I forget what fish it is. And there's it's some, all over the place. There's some kind of migration that happens around here. Yeah, it's salmon. Yeah, it was it salmon? Mm-hmm. And yeah, this has been like the lowest yep. salmon count in years. Yep. And the, a lot of them aren't sur- even surviving that trip. Like, yeah, yeah the spawning. Are, yeah, yeah, like where you're having like record low salmon spawning. Yeah. Which, apparently, Jesus Christ, that's scary. That, it is, man. Yeah. There's only a billion of them, and you still manage to eat them all. Humans. Yeah. Well, they're 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 also crediting the lack of salmon to like all these orcas that are dying because salmon is their main food up here in the Puget mm-hmm. Sound. They don't eat seals because there's there's not very many seals up here. Yeah. Um. So they credit like the Puget Sound resident orcas like to them like starving off is because the lack of salmon and lack of food. Yeah. Circle of life, dude. Fucking everything affects everything else. Yeah. Eventually we're, affect us. We're fucking it up, man. Yeah. 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 You know, like I uh. I got a little cynical the other day, like just with vegans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Because, you know, like they're, they, they, they don't like animal cruelty. And like they're usually a stereotypical like environmentalist mm-hmm. and like very yuppie. And like, you know, they're super like health and, and environmentally conscious. But like, what they don't realize is like how much like destruction they're actually doing, like having like 
almonds and organic coffee. Dude, if you eat almonds and you're a vegan, fuck yeah, off. Exactly. <laughs> Just fuck off. You know, and like these super, almonds are horrible. These super organic coffees <laughs> and like no the tea trade and like all this stuff you buy that is so unhumanely like produced. Yeah. And yeah. it's like they don't have a fucking care in the world, but they're they're eating their organic whatever the fuck they're eating. But you know, it's like how many people died making that coffee fucking bean. You know, yeah. like yeah, the, coffee's a big thing when it comes to like human rights. Slave you know, like like they rights. love their animal rights, but you know, fuck the human rights. I'll have coffee you know? every day of my life. Or like the the almonds, it creates so much fucking environmental waste. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. Isn't that's one of the reasons California is so dry is because all the water tables and like reservoirs mostly go to growing these organic things. Same thing with Crazy. quinoa. Yeah. Growing quinoa actually completely fucked uh, somewhere in South America, maybe like Argentina or something, where they made the bulk of it, and then Californians got a hold of it. Yeah, but uh, well, you know, it's just it's, and, it's so funny. They put on this fucking facade of like they're better than everybody else because they're so like I don't eat meat, mm-hmm. I don't destroy the environment. Look at my hemp shoes. Yeah. It's like, do you know, like, how much... You're still leaving a carbon footprint, oh, my man. Yeah, like, that carbon footprint is huge, man. It's like, fucking... At least when you kill the animal, you get to, like, have leather out of it. You know, it's multi-purpose. And it feeds so many people. Mm-hmm. You know? Every, all the waste goes to hot dogs. You know how much people eat hot dogs? Fucking everybody. Yeah, and that's literally you know? meat and garbage. <laughs> you know what? What good comes out of an almond? Yeah. No good. No good at all. Especially a salted almond. That's yeah. a that's even more than you can eat almonds, but if you eat a salt and almond, even more fuck up. And I love coffee just as much as everybody else, but I don't claim to be an environmentalist or like I love animals and I love our environment and like I think there's definitely a lot of things we could do to better ourselves, but yeah, I still drink coffee. But I don't yeah. I don't claim claim to be an advocate. Well, here's the answer, right? You know, Freaking, stop buying almonds. Yeah, we've been uh a lot we've been going off on doom and gloom for the past one one hour and forty five minutes. Uh, the answer here is really simple. Uh, we just put all our faith, um, we put all, we invest and put our lives in the hands of the Walt Disney company because <laughs> they, oh, they yeah. figured out how to self, they figured all this shit out in the seventies. Just let them own everything. Yep. Let them take care of, make this whole, make America just one big Epcot center and yeah. they'll fix it, dude. They will. They'll make everything self-sustaining yep. in perfect detail. Yeah, they've already figured it out. I don't know if you watch yeah. the Imagineering show. They fucking yeah. cracked the code. Yeah, they man. know how to save the world. And you know what? How about instead of being the happiest place on earth, how about you just make the happiest earth? Right? That's a good. Oh, that's a good tagline right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where were you, Walt Disney? <laughs> he died before his creations were yeah. finished. All right. Yeah. It's not his fault. He did all he could. He did all he could. Yeah. You know, I agree with you, man. Disney, you know, they, they have their waste problem figured out. Yeah. They have like their their townships figured out like they have you know they are about creating as little waste as possible yeah and putting as many people into a place you know like they have figured out like how to run the happiest place they're they're installing fucking solar panels like in the 70s and like they fucking they're just fucking they had their fucking one that toe dipped into the pool of the future man fucking i it wouldn't surprise me like the the waterfall on like like the like all their water, their waterfalls and all their water rides, like power a generator somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's, I bet. You know, like they, they're all about a profit and loss. And if, 
you know, and they're all about like serving, you know, like bringing that joy and happiness to people. And if you can put possible, and if you could put two of them together, if you could bring people happiness and joy in a in a good way, like a memorable way, and not just like a fun ha ha way, Mm -hmm. and then and still make money, you're doing something right. Yeah, for sure. You know, and if you are sustaining, you know, like uh, if you watch the Imagineer show, like what they had to do to make Animal Kingdom possible is fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. They had to give each animal region like like the animals in the region they had to give them their own like regional space and then, like the way they had to separate the animals it does doesn't even look like they've actually separated yeah. them they did you it know? without walls or anything walls and everything every animal has free roam and like their own personal region of how like their wild environment is and it's like that's that's amazing man yeah. like how much yeah. thought went into making like the world's best zoo Thought, care, yeah. love, and stuff. And a just, whole lot yeah. of money from a whole lot of money. The hotel. Yeah. That's an idea. There's an idea right there. Let's put zoos. Let's add hotels to zoos and have like a little package where people can actually have a vacation at their local zoo. Thus giving more money to them and they don't have to put them in a fucking cage. Point. Yeah. You know? It's like like why people always make this distinction. Like why do NFL players get paid more than soldiers. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe because people pay a shitload of money for tickets. Yeah. It's like if well, you build that uh that revenue stream. Yeah. Like I get it's it might be I don't know why it's considered unethical to profit off of something that makes everyone's lives better. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also like I'm not saying soldiers do not sacrifice their life or they're not oh yeah I, I know that but it's but like they also volunteer for it and yeah. that's the and that's the big i'm not thing. arguing that like football players they don't volunteer they get paid to do it it's a very dangerous sport and they make all their money for their lifetime in seven years yeah yeah that too because then they're in and out usually they're, with the at least with the the average is three years yeah at least with the armed forces and stuff they seem to take care of you after you're done serving yep. and stuff so. and you and you can have a career yeah and it, you volunteered so you're getting yeah. paid to volunteer I bet you if no one volunteered and there was no draft system, I bet you soldiers would get paid a lot more money to to be a soldier. Yeah, Blackwater you know? money. You know, but I'm I'm not saying like that should happen at all. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, but there yeah, there has to be a profit stream. I think what is wrong is their care afterwards. I think we could definitely do a lot better job of caring for them afterwards. Yeah, for sure. You know. My boss's name is Akash. By the way, is this the same Akash? Hello. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a coincidence? Hello, sir. You gotta start start watching what you say. Welcome. Now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's a you know there's a small selection of jobs that actually um, have a long lasting effects on the rest of your life, and yeah, football just happens to be one of those and stuff mm-hmm. where you just pretty much destroy your body for years and yeah. and hopefully you save your money and invest and have enough to take care of you in your in your olden days. Huh. what a coincidence mm-hmm. so like yeah. wrestlers like freaking i really enjoy seeing um wrestlers uh that have made a good go for themselves after the sport and stuff like it gives yeah. me a heartwarming feeling because so yeah. many so so many times it's nothing but dark stories that you hear and stuff and uh yeah that one ddp uh uh documentary or the i think it was the jake the snake one yeah jake the snake the resurrection of jake the snake and he's just like living out in the middle of nowhere and like 
in this small house and it's like god damn like you entertained like an arena of people and this is where you know you ended up of course he got into drugs and all that but oh did he yeah yeah i mean usually that's what it is pain meds yeah oh yeah for yeah. sure yeah. Yeah. I mean, and hulk hogan has to get in eight thousand dollar injections in his hand just to not feel constant pain that's crazy well you know and like the like the uh, wrestlers for sure like they put their body through some shit mm-hmm. you know i'm not saying other athletes don't but wrestlers it's a you know it's athletes have seasons wrestlers yeah. do not have seasons it is 365 days a year yeah you know and you're getting slammed on the ground yeah. each time it's not basketball yeah you know like these wrestlers like what you see on tv is two shows a week like wrestlers they have pretty much six or seven shows a week they have like local live shows that are smaller that aren't televised mm-hmm. you know so they're just wrestling all, all the, the time, time you know and i don't you know like some of them make really good money but like the others like they you know I mean, i'm sure it's a decent living mm-hmm. but like does it um does out, it... outweigh being away from your house yeah, you know, that's true. 340 50 days out of the year yeah, and getting know. severely messed up. I mean, people are doing it, so it must be, yeah. you know, somewhat. It's like porn. Like, you have to do some real fucked up shit in order to get recognized and make <laughs> real money. <laughs> so you better fucking, that yeah, stuff. you better swanton bond off that fucking <laughs> jumbotron, man, if you want to make some dough around here. Oh. Make a name for yourself. Who's that person who fell off of a rope from the ceiling? And he fell down to the... Jimmy Hart? Or uh, Owen, Owen Hart, Hart. Owen, Owen Hart, Hart yeah. yeah, passed away. Like, it happened live on a pay per view too. Mm-hmm. It did, yeah. Yep. It did. Yeah, it's, it's not a video you uh, that's out there actually. Like, it's it's really hard to find that video. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. At first glance, it doesn't look too bad, mm-hmm. but then you realize, like, okay, that was on the jumbotron. I guess. Yeah, I saw wearing um, hawk of. Uh... <laughs> The Road Warriors. Oh, Animal and Hawk, yeah. Yeah, where he, he, they had a bit where uh, he was like, he became an alcoholic. And then, like, freaking they cut up and they show him on top of the Jumbotron. And he's, like, all drunk and he falls off. Uh, it was fake. Anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, good. <laughs> I, awesome. I wonder if that happened after the Owen Hart thing or not. Because if it did happen after, it. that's, that's kind of messed up. I, I think that's the, the whole tasteless. Animal and the Hawk thing, I think that was i think they were in like the same vein but i know like they got a little less risque with like they're falling off things you know like if you were falling off something it was intentional you're doing the swanton dive or a ladder or some like crazy maneuver you weren't like you know you don't people don't fall off the cage anymore they do that but it's it's all intentional like they they don't do things that seem like too real Oh yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because it's kind of shocking. Yeah. Like they don't give you the shock value anymore. It's it's not, you know, it's it's unbelievable that someone would do that. They probably don't you know? choke slam you through the hell in the cell and then a chair falls on your face and knocks your tooth out. Like, yeah, no, yeah. They don't like end the show with you still not, acting. Not very, dead. not very often. Like they have like I think Shane McMahon a couple of years ago did the off the hell in the cell thing mm-hmm. onto like the announcer table. Yeah. But you could tell the announcer table had like all that like uh the cushioning and stuff that mm-hmm. deflated like the, how like stunt people oh yeah you, know, you could yeah, tell you, you, you could see, yeah when mankind did it there was no fucking airbag yeah you know yeah. you know so now like they definitely take a lot more it's so scripted like they know every single thing that's going to happen you yeah. know like i think mankind's thing i don't even think that was scripted like they they just did that how is that you guy know? still talking 
he right? does a lot of voice acting these days. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, he should be. I think he does. Way he more worse for wear. Torres is a comedian now too. I think that's one of his one of his things now is a stand up. Didn't he, he like not rip his so... ear off too? Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember I had an action figure of him with the ear patch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that was a bit. Did he actually accidentally do that? I think like so. It rubbed off. Yeah, he got uh, he got um thrown into the ropes, and he has like this bit where he would uh like flip over the ropes and then trap his neck between the two ropes. Like he'd grab the rope, oh, pull it over his head and then he'd hang there. And that's like one of his bits. I guess he messed it up one night where the, the rope got up here and fucking tore his pinched him. Yeah. Oh, cause all it pretty much is, is just like fucking an actual rope wrapped in electrical tape. Yeah. Really, yeah. Oh, really, yeah. Ah, horrible. Yeah. I always thought there was more give to it, but apparently it's just fucking rope. Yeah. Well, you gotta like use your whole body weight yeah. against it to spring mm-hmm. off of it. Probably and, pretty and that match. I think that match just like plywood underneath that too, right? Like, With like some gonna... type of very little padding. Yeah, I mean, gee, I always thought it was softer than that. Yeah, yeah like I feel the... like they intentionally put some wood at the bottom just so when they do get choke slammed, you hear that. I'm sure there's like microphones and speakers and stuff that's gonna amplify it. I mean, you have to have that. Oh, for sure. They have a sound. Probably microphones underneath there to make it louder. Yeah. Remember when uh fucking uh what was it uh where they had the ring surrounded by fire and it was like Undertaker versus Kane oh yeah yeah every yeah. time somebody got slammed or like choke slam on the floor the flames would go Whoo, yeah like up yeah. there nice that was cool yeah. <laughs> like the gimmicks that that they've done is so crazy man like yeah. it is literally like it is a moving show man like it is you know it's it's not like ah uh, like. The, the thought that goes behind a wrestling match and a wrestling show is, is, is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty incredible. One of these times we're going to have to live stream while we're watching a, oh, for sure. a wrestling event pay per view or something. We'll do fuck it. Color commentary. You broke him in half. <laughs> out of nowhere. RKO out of nowhere. Slithering like a snake. <laughs> Damn him. Damn him. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I, what the, a horrendous move. I go through like these. Uh, like in and outs of being like a wrestling fan like right now i'm not really a wrestling fan yeah i haven't seen it i was a wrestling fan like a year ago two years ago but just like i don't know sometimes like it's so scripted and like right now i just don't feel like they have anything going like at all like everything like they don't have any builds for like any i think royal rumbles in like two weeks nothing's going on really Mm -hmm. you know like i follow there's like no big uh no big announcements. Mm, the thing is, like, there's just no really big popular stars. And the stars that could be popular, they bury. Yeah. Like, or the stars that no one really likes, they push. And it's just like, okay. You know? Yeah. I saw, uh, I was just, Emily was in the shower last night. And sometimes when she's in there. saw what? Yeah, I saw a couple <laughs> things. Now, sometimes I'll just go on YouTube and, like, uh, you know, all sorts of weird shit will pop into my feed. And fucking yeah, one of them was. YouTube yeah. recommends. Yeah, right. One of them, for some reason, was the Ultimate Warrior on Arsenio Hall, which I don't think I've been watching any Ultimate Warrior or, or Arsenio Hall uh, videos. You remember Arsenio Hall? You're probably way too young. Mm-hmm. He was just like a talk show host. Um, but they had fucking the Ultimate Warrior on there, and the guy's just like a goddamn lunatic like the whole time. Like I think he he walks onto the show and like he picks up the couch and like throws it. <laughs> he's like doing this whole. He's going on as the Ultimate Warrior. Like he's not breaking kayfabe. He's just like. <sighs> Let me tell you something, Arsenio. And I don't know if you've ever seen the Ultimate Warrior uh, either. He's a fucking psychopath. Like, 
he just talks in like gibberish <laughs> super I, energetic yeah, and i was just wondering like freaking his matches were boring as shit like all he did was he would run to the ring at full speed and then usually kind of like a goldberg style just beat the guy in like 10 seconds and the match would be over and that would be it like he there was no like real long-term thing for him uh his promos are hilarious but like <laughs> <laughs> i was just wondering like somebody like that went over so big it's crazy yeah. like uh i don't know if you could get away with that these days i, I don't know maybe you can Maybe that would be far more entertaining than who they're pushing nowadays. Well, I think, I, well, the thing is, like, when he went in there and did his stuff and, like, his gibberish, it was, it was, it was all fun, mm -hmm. like, and unscripted and crazy and, you know, unpredictable. Yeah. Now, like, everything is so predictable and scripted sure. and you know who's going to win, you know who's going to lose. There's very rarely a title match, like, on Raw or SmackDown that actually changes hands. Mm -hmm. Like, they save all the big stuff for the pay-per-views and it's like, you know, nothing exciting really happens. It, like, and the stories like aren't compelling enough to keep watching. You know, you like think there's just no stories to tell anymore. Or... You know, I just honestly, I just don't think they have the talent to tell stories. Yeah. You know, I just like I think. Well, uh, let me take that back. I think they have the talent. I just don't think the talent is on a long enough leash to be able to mm. make a compelling story believable. Okay. You know, I think with everything being so scripted and, like, by the book all the time, like, it's hard when you could tell, like, they're saying this because they've been told to say it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It almost seems like uh, there was more of a push back in the day to create your own characters, maybe? Like, before, like, of course uh vince mcmahon was like really big on fucking uh these dumb like little freaking duke the dumpster grossy like, yeah, really, like, like the clown and, yeah and the, and the dentist he was and, very much you know. like this is your character and stuff but it seemed like somewhere in the 90s it became more of a push for the wrestlers to uh, kind of take over who their characters were you yeah. feel like that's probably not being done anymore is it more yeah. is everything like kind of being controlled now by one other entity other than the wrestlers themselves yeah absolutely absolutely like i feel like i do like the state of like how wrestling is portrayed how like these people are real people they're not like these comic book characters yeah. and all that and really from what i've read i mean you gotta really and it's a more of an athletic bunch too yeah you gotta you give know? it more to like props and stuff to Shawn michaels of an asshole he was yeah and how he pretty much took over wrestling for a while yeah. called the shots and that probably emboldened more wrestlers to uh take more control over their character like fucking yep. stone cold steve austin used to be when he came in he was what the ringmaster yeah yeah and then fucking he went off and did all this thing maybe he wouldn't have been emboldened if Shawn michaels didn't come in and shake it up for a while i yeah. think maybe that's that's the issue is now there's nobody with any balls too much yeah, yeah. like the corporate thing they need they need all these pieces to fall into place now. It's well, not everything, just an yeah, actor doing yeah. a character. Well, that and everything's so PR. Like, they are a publicly traded company now. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know? that's true. You know, Ugh, you, that's got to ruin everything. Yeah. I mean, sucks. you got to abide by the PG or PG, yeah. you know, 11 or whatever they're trying to portray. Like, I got pretty racy there for a while. If no, anything you know. shouldn't be publicly traded, it's WWE. Yeah. You know, and what do you have? I saw boobs on pay-per-view. Full boobs one time. It's yeah. crazy. Gone are those days. Gone are those days. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
But you know, like I, I was I, like a little kid. I don't oh, know, man. Business. Like, like it, it, it's one of those things. Like, I'm sure there. You know, maybe it's just like this the nostalgia factor to where like we've grown up and we're not kids anymore watching WWE and like you know the like the superstars don't seem as big or outrageous as like they once were. But maybe the kids growing up these days like that's exactly what they need. Maybe like you know they, they live in a world of fucking PC and apologizing and trophies for everyone. So maybe like this type of WWE is just like is just a sign of the times. Like that's just a sign of the times. And it's like their equivalent of the attitude era, Mm -hmm. you know, like maybe that's how these kids perceive these athletes as like super outrageous people, you know, like doing super outrageous things and saying super outrageous things. And maybe just as an adult, it just, you know, we didn't grow up in those times. Yeah. You know, not everyone deserves a trophy. Gone, gone is the attitude era. That's for sure. They should have a, uh, like Americanized Lucha where everyone has a mask and like to be demasked means like dishonor mm-hmm. and death. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. also like Commit just Harry, the high, fi- high flying of it all and yeah. stuff. I mean, it they, seems more, they're definitely more into that now. Like they're like, I will say this, the athletes of wrestling now are definitely better than the athletes of the past. Like they're smaller builds. They do like crazy ring rope things. They do crazy flips and like all this stuff, like the wrestling itself, is fantastic mm-hmm. it's just the storytelling the story, yeah you know like the wrestling itself is probably the best wrestling you'll ever see yeah. like it's crazy man you can kind of compare Even it to guys, you know yeah you can kind of compare it to the nfl in like the 80s where it was just like this fucking destruction of bodies every yeah. turn and people are getting helmet to helmeted and it was exciting yeah. but do we want that for people to see because yeah. it'll make I feel like that makes people a little bit more aggressive or yeah. or like you said, you downplay actual like things that hurt people. Yeah. yeah. And kids yeah. watch this. So yeah. like maybe you shouldn't show them like this super roided out dude who's been yeah. doing steroids since he was sixteen years yeah. old. I guess yeah, there's a push to make things safer. I mean, like, yeah, we talked about it before. Same thing with like uh uh mixed martial arts and stuff like that. It used to be like just unregulated and just a street fight. Yeah. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the motherfucker. The only thing you can't do I'll is film punch him in the nuts and yeah. bite. You know, there's like two rules. Yeah. But now it's like no knees if they're on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, heavier gloves now these days. Yeah. That's probably for the best. You don't want people yeah. getting fucking uh, just permanently damaged or anything. Yeah. And also, as time goes on, athletes do get better. Basketball yeah. players now could probably... A three-person basketball team in like the lowest tier could probably defeat this year could that. probably defeat the yeah. world champions of like 1975 for sure. Yeah, easily. The shorts, basketball shorts back in those days were a lot shorter. The socks were a lot higher. And yeah, you was... see them do a layup, and they're just like, yeah, t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you have 2020, and they're like through the legs, yeah. behind the back, over the head. Everyone's a Harlem Globetrotter now. Air, yeah. Dunk it. <laughs> Before, from the free before the Harlem Gold Harlem Globetrotters was like a huge thing, and then now it's just like that's every basketball yeah, player now. You mean every basketball player? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you can spin a ball on your finger. amazing. Another thing is skateboarding. I saw this uh, Tony Hawk video where he asks people to do a kickflip, mm-hmm. and he gives people uh, stuff for doing a kickflip. And in one of the videos, he was saying like, "Dude, in my day when I was a kid." 
no one could do a kickflip. It was just no. like you're riding around, you're going back and forth on the ramps, you're doing some basic stuff. But nowadays, uh, like a 10-year-old can fucking yeah. rip that kickflip like nobody's business. Yeah. It, people just get better over time, get more wise and... Yeah, well, it's the even like the, gets better. the skateboarding of like the 80s. Have you seen them? They're like super wide and they're mm-hmm. like they all yeah. their tricks were like bowl based, you know, or ramp based. Yeah, yeah like I did a manual, you know, on two wheels. Exactly. And and that was like the, the, the board never left their feet. Yeah. I remember yeah. my fucking uh, skateboard in the 80s. It was like a, it was like a boat. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it had those plastic like wide wheels. Yeah. <laughs> I remember mine even had like the guard, you know, so like the board itself didn't get worn out from yeah. them sliding, <laughs> yeah, nice. you know, like on an inline skate. Yeah, but yeah. those never work. You know, it's awesome. <laughs> Sorry to backtrack a little bit. No backtrack, man. I saw uh, uh, this doc. I, I love documentaries, but I saw one on uh, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase uh-huh. of wrestling. Like just to go back to like freaking, you know, you need like story and wrestling talent yeah this guy wasn't particularly wrestling talented i don't even hardly remember him wrestling at all back in the day i just remember he used to cut the most amazing promos when what jarred my memory was the whole basketball thing where he had like this little kid and he's like you know like free and he's talking shit to the kid like mad shit <laughs> he's like freaking like uh, i could tell like by your clothes and stuff that you could really use money and fucking if you can dribble this <laughs> basketball 10 times i'll give you this fresh hundred dollar bill I know you can use it. God, God knows your parents could use it. Like, you know, he's just talking God mad damn. shit the whole time. And freaking, so the kid's like, kid's name's Sean too. It's funny that I remember that. So the kid starts bouncing the ball and like he's counting it out. He's like, all right, one, two. When he gets to nine, he kicks the ball. And, the kid, and then he sends the kid crying back into the crowd to his parents. And the kid's like legitimately sobbing. Oh, man. You can't get away with that shit anymore, dude. Yeah, that's you get amazing. Sued for pain and suffering. Oh, before, yeah, he tells the kid too. He's like, "Well, this is a good lesson for you to learn. If you don't do the job, you don't get paid. Oh, you get completely fucked." I think I talked about this on one of our first podcasts kind of ever. That was kind of similar to that. Yeah. It was uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin signing autographs. Uh-huh. And you see the line of people and he's just doing his thing, like in character, of course, and uh, kayfabe. Mm-hmm. And this one kid that's like 13 years old walks up with a WCW shirt and he like just gets up and literally rips his shirt off. <laughs> and he's like, get the hell out of here. Oh, get out of here. What a great story to tell. <laughs> Stone Cold ripped my shirt off. Man. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm that kid. I'm that kid. I'm sure you could see it <laughs> online right now. Uh, that's awesome it was hilarious and i remember it vividly to this day because we had a wcw shirt just like or my brother did just like that it was just the red lettering of wcw and that was the funniest shit i always i remember that i always wanted a hulk hogan shirt with the three rips in the back oh yeah yeah yeah. rip one of those Ah, never got one it's on my bucket list (laughs) even if it's just me in my bathroom staring in the mirror going ah Aren't they like two hundred dollars a piece? Or Dude, that'd be a good bathrobe, man. Like right? having like Hulk Hogan bathrobe. That way, when you take it off, it looks like you're ripping the shirt. <laughs> <That'd be> amazing. <laughs> Dude, like biodegradable plastic that. bag ones. It's just. Yeah. I used to do that when I was a kid. Give man. us a call, Hogan. We have an idea. Dude, <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to put like Albertsons bags and rip holes, and then like the for the the arms and head, and I'd put it on and I'd act like I was Hulk Hogan, rip the <laughs> hell yeah, rip the grocery bag off me and stuff. That's called being an icon. Yeah, when 
people are doing what you do like that. We had a life size poster in my bedroom. I remember just going there every day and fucking like, <laughs> like trying to get to his high and stuff. He's I'm like, like okay. you're pretty up there now. Yeah, I'm saying my prayers. I'm taking my vitamins. What <laughs> yeah. the fuck's taking so long? Yeah. <laughs> you got to do what basketball parents do and uh, give yourself some human growth hormone. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was an icon, man. Still is. Yeah. I mean, in some sense. I yeah, guess. for sure. He's taking he's taking a little bit of a turn for the worse. Yeah. As we bad. all do, you know. You yeah. live freaking was a die hero. You live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. He's Eventually got, he's your ideas are old and not cool. <laughs> well, like well, I said like, last podcast, I saw him drinking that white claw and he had like a little chihuahua dog. Like fucking Oh yeah, he was living as a big guy. Large, yeah. yeah. Of course, as a big guy, you have to have the smallest dog possible, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And his daughter passed by and he's like, put a jacket on. Please. Plus, he's all big, so, you know, fucking that white claw looks extra small yeah. in those hands and shit. <laughs> and those 24-inch pythons. Well, it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, seeing him, like, in the 80s, like, in, like, all of his health club stuff, like, for kids and getting them to work out and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And you see him now, and it's like, man, where did my childhood go? Right. You know, or like, now this is, he's, like, 76 years old or some shit like that. It's still in great shape, yeah. you know? Still looks phenomenal. Yeah, he let himself go a little bit when he was the governor, but yeah. man, I think he's got most of it back. I mean, not to where he was. Jesus Christ. Well, he's, he's also had heart surgery. Yeah. You know, but it's like, you know, Steroids. like w- w- when you see like some of your childhood heroes, like, and you see them and you look at them now, if they're still alive, it's like, man, this is definitely. It's sad. It, it is a, yeah, a turn of the times for sure. Especially if you haven't seen somebody in a while. So you haven't been like privy to like their aging process it's, it's more of a shocker that oh last time i saw you're this age now you're fucking old as fuck. that's my dad just after like seven months yeah like he has like this i come home after like seven months and he has like this beard that's kind of gray and shit mm-hmm. yeah I'm like yeah don't do that <laughs> stop doing change that, that. dye your hair old, old man old no man. no it's old crazy because like i try to see my parents like as as often as i can and mm-hmm. but like you know, when you do see your parents and like they have like definitely age, you're like, man, it's been too long this time around. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's how I felt this time, for sure. You know, definitely go too long. In there. Should we do a random question? Yeah, let's do a random question. Yeah, so we're at two thirteen. That's pretty large. Hopefully, it's something cheerful. Maybe it could it could <laughs> be, it be dark. Yeah, it could be. You a know? Problem. Did your family member commit suicide? All right. When did um? Let's see here. Give me some uh. Some numbers. 108. 108. John? Uh, eight. 116. I feel like we've done that question before. Remind the numbers. I'm just rambling. rambling. I feel like I haven't heard this Ramblin. same song in a while. Yeah, it is. We well. haven't done randoms in a while. Are you currently holding a grudge against anyone or anything? Mm. <laughs> Netflix for making me waste my time with all their fucking shows. Uh, you can you don't have to say the most just yeah. one you know I will <laughs> say I still have from my old band days I still hold a grudge against one of our old guitar players and a fucking promoter man Whew, I thought he was going to say me oh, yeah. <laughs> no I still have like I, I saw this guy like a couple of weeks ago just in passing and it's like it instantly is like man it pissed me off <laughs> It pissed me off. Is this guy? What's the story? I think we've told it before. Uh, little Probably Ben, have. the little Ben. Oh yeah, um, 
story. Pretty much, little Ben was pretty much holding us hostage at this show and it, wouldn't let it, us. Yeah, it ended in John Man flipping a table over. Yeah. yeah. And then, it, like, a week later, after I got back from like visiting my parents or on vacation or whatever, like, our guitar player at the time like ridiculed me and said that he couldn't believe my actions and then I need to call him up and apologize. And, like, you know, because I did this, now his reputation's ruined as a musician and all this crap. It's like, fuck you, man. No, I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> so how are they keeping you hostage? They just wouldn't pay us till after the show. Yeah, I believe uh, that's what it yeah. was, right? Yeah. Like we went on at like nine o'clock and we're like, hey, dude, just like pay us. And he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, just hold on. Pay us so we just get the fuck out of here. But like, yeah. like it wasn't about the money. It was just like either tell me we're getting paid or not, mm-hmm. you know, so we could leave. Yeah. Because we want to leave. You know, we don't want to stay here till fucking 2.30 in the morning. So you finished your set and he's still not paying yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. And he wanted us to like wait till like two o'clock in the morning. Like, Why not? Why? Because like, he's fucking, a fucking controlling asshole, man. Go in your fucking safe. Fuck that me. guy. I, I would have flipped a table too. I like, did. Fuck you. I, I thought. Did. I thought this was you flipped the table before you did your set, no. which I think like if that's the case, like just do the whole 50-50 or thirty seventy, yeah. like thirty when you start, yeah. seventy when I you're done. Some time went by too. It wasn't like you just we got right off and John Man was like. All right, give me my money so we can get out of here. Ah! Yeah. 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 It wasn't no, like that. It's it like a building thing, and Little Ben was just being a fucking asshole the whole yeah. time. It's like, dude, come on now. Like, we all want to go home. Yeah. You know, I just because just you have to stay here doesn't mean I have to fucking stay here. You know, give me my money, and then let's get the fuck out of here. And then Guitar Player was like, how could you do that? Pretty much, yeah. Ah. He's like the most passive fucking hippie person ever. <laughs> and I don't like him. Is and then this I saw the that guy, guy that I know? No. Oh, okay. And then I saw him, um, and then just, just driving around, uh, like in passing, like we were in the same building. Oh, right. And I saw him, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm still, I'm still fucking pissed <laughs> off at you." Yeah. Was he like, "Hey, John?" Yeah. And you're like, he's like, "I knew I recognized you." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> you know. Get out of here before I flip you next. All yeah. Right. So we are on the random question part of our podcast. If you have a random question, feel free to ask us. All right, so as long as it's not demented. Uh, so, um, are you guys still going through a, a grudge against anyone or anything? Uh, a grudge. Hmm. Do you have anything, Eric? I don't. I don't really. I, I mean, try not to hold grudges. I try yeah. to eliminate. I got them a real Buddhist mind. philosophy about it. Like I, I tend to not try not to hold on to things. I guess most recently I did have something with a family member but i don't want to go into details over it um uh, don't worry matt it's not you or john you guys are fine <laughs> but i guess i kind of do no i and then i guess uh, i'm still kind of holding on to uh, a little bit of bad vibes about it but then i go back and forth where i'm just like, oh, like is, is, is there a part of the story where you can tell that won't give anything away or is it just like uh, one of those things you have to keep to yourself yeah, I thought probably better just keep to myself. Well, is there a way you could describe it like in other terms to where like maybe they wouldn't, or is it just? Uh, yeah, so I got somebody close to me where I kind of feel like uh, maybe <laughs> a little bit of betrayal, I guess. Uh, that um, I don't know. I guess like, oh God, it's hard not to be vague, just not come out and say it. I prefer not to say anything. I forgive right. them. Never mind. I don't have any grudges. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I feel that. since, that's since, a true grudge right there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's uh, g- give me a couple numbers so I could add this up. Uh, zero. 
right. Ooh, ooh. Three for a loop there, didn't I? Uh, I'm going to go with 88 miles per hour. All right. What is something other people admire about you? What's something my what? devilishly admire? good looks? What is something other people admire about you? Mm. People admire my uh, place of residence. Yeah, Ooh, yeah because uh, I am pretty young, and people usually assume that I have a coffee table and some lawn chairs in my house, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people come in and they're like, oh my God, you have an actual house. Wow, we you have a couch that. and a table. We admire the kitchen. Value. And it does look really nice in there, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It damn well should be from here. Stupid rents going up all the time. Uh, also, people... I'm really good. Oh, yeah. Of course, there is that. I feel like people used to admire my bass playing back in the day. So, yeah, even though I don't do it as often anymore, I felt like I got a lot of props when I got off stage and stuff. Uh, my people really dig in the, uh, the live performance and stuff. So yeah, I guess they like your licks. Yeah. Well, I, I think a little bit more for you. Uh, sorry to interrupt. There, no, it's, it's, okay. it's like more of your creativeness. Yeah. Because you, you did. People you did, seem to enjoy my creativity. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're kind of you're a great, jack of all trades. Yes. Not so much my follow through, but my creativity. I got big ideas. <laughs> I'm the idea guy. Yeah. I'm not the doer. Yeah. I'm the idea guy. Yeah. Um, I think something that people admire about me is uh, following from the last story, you wouldn't believe this, is my ability to keep my calm yeah. in like any scenario and always be able to think things through. Except when you're not getting paid. Except when yeah. I'm not getting paid. Well, that was probably There's a logical a decision on your part. It's yeah. like, well, you're not going to pay me. I might as well. I mean, we've make also, you we also regret it. knew that guy for a long time. So there's history there. So, yeah, usually my ability to think, to think things through, always have a straight face and like not really deviate from, you know, uh, one way or another. Mm-hmm. And I guess some people might say like my dedication to work, no matter what work I'm doing, whether it be podcast, band or my actual job. Usually, it tends to give 110 percent every time. That's true. Right. This podcast would not be a thing without John Man over here. I mean, he fucking he, he's hung fucking shit on the ceiling here. It's amazing. It looks great in here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, do any of our listeners have any random questions for us? We'd be love. We would love to answer them if you have any. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, on that note, man, it's been a great episode so far, man. Like you know, two hours and twenty minutes in. I'm Slow sure. Start. We got. We got got in early though yeah we got in early we drank our coffee you know um which is a little bit of a rarity for us like starting drinking coffee a little bit of coffee talk you know coffee talk and then you know it wasn't a downer episode but it was definitely you know um a little bit apocalyptic you know so i'm glad we're about ready to end things on a on a good note yeah Yeah. it wasn't yeah our beginning our first hour was a little depressing we're talking about some graphic things yeah you know but you know when you have uh, that type of title you kind of have to throw that in there yeah Mm -hmm. you know you know you can't like the death metal it can't be fun in games all the time yeah what was that john sorry i didn't hear that oh we're like the death metal of podcasts yeah for sure yeah black metal like we still just talk here we're the swedish metal band (laughs) yeah (laughs) No, it can't, it can't always be fun in games. We gotta talk about serious issues every now and again. Yeah, yeah, we've actually had a drought of serious issues. Like for a while there, our yeah. thing was start out good, real uh, get dark, run of the mill, fast. and then we got a few drinks in us, and then it gets dark. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, but sad. Isn't that what usually happens when you start drinking beer? Right. You're eventually going to talk about something. Yeah. Start know. crying and say, I love you. Yeah, yeah. You know, politics is always one of those things that come up when you're drinking. And, you know, that's what I love about this podcast. <laughs> oh, Anything man. can happen, man. You For give sure. us a couple beers, you know, we'll, we'll For sure. you know, that's, that's why it's hard to come up with like uh, a description on these live streams is because it's hard to come up with a title and description because we are a very, we, we will have like an underlining topic, mm-hmm. but that topic is very vague and it goes from like zero to a thousand yeah. different directions. We'll jump around. You know? yeah. Yeah. We're not like those documentary podcasts. <laughs> you know, they're like, we're going to talk about John Dillinger for mm-hmm. three hours. No, definitely not. <laughs> we definitely do not do that. Should we get uh, one more random question in? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. All right. Yeah. Give me a number. Eric? 23. All right, John? number on here uh 90 23 plus 90 is 113 13. all right maths gotta love that math all right give me something good to close this out all right something good in a freaky friday situation where you woke <laughs> up in someone else's body who would you like to be for a day and have them inhabit your body right, mm-hmm. so let me repeat that in a freaky friday situation where you woke up in someone else's body who would you like to be for a day and have them inhabit your body? Uh, for just one day, huh? Just one day. Mm, I think someone super athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Like Usain Bolt. And rich. Yeah. yeah he's also rich as hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where is that? Usain Bolt. The way he talks about his life is pretty awesome. When so, he won his Olympic gold, he was like, yeah, I went, picked up some McNuggets, and yeah. I drove over after getting some McNuggets, and I won the world record. For Plus, if you did crimes, you just run away. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know? I can also steal and like put it in my house, yeah. and then the next day, they'll be like, Usain Bolt did all this crime <laughs> wave, and I'll be like the victim. Uh, I would also go with... Um, But any astronaut. Any astronaut. Yeah. That's in space. Granted, I don't crash everything. Uh, any astronaut that's in space that's currently. In space. Yeah, yeah. 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 Already being, on the ISS. It, it would be it would suck being an astronaut for a day and just living their regular life and not right. actually going to space. <laughs> just have a boring. Oh, sorry, we're doing that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're just in Florida at your like enlisted house yeah. with your family. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> Nothing. Motherfucker. Yeah, I'd probably go astronaut too. I'd want to do something crazy out of there. Uh, that I would never get to do otherwise. So maybe like an astronaut be out in space. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd probably be my, I'd switch bodies with my wife. Or yeah. an alien. And have sex with That's yourself. That's interesting. That's interesting. It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah. yeah. I changed my answer. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd probably switch with Emily and do all sorts of fucked up things. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to be able to like feel what you're feeling. Yeah. You know? Like not necessarily sexual, but you know, just. I don't know. I'd drink a few beers, see how it made me feel. You know? Yeah. Are you? I'd play with my hair. Lying about that beer hits you weird. And then she gets to be in your body, right? So you just be like, oh, God, I'm good. (laughs) I'm so good at this. No wonder you're with me. Yeah. I am awesome. Wait, is that it? I can double up. I can double up my answer and say female astronaut. (laughs) Female astronaut. Masturbate in space. That'd be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. It's. I want to know. Female it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. That'd be yeah. amazing. Also, yeah. I have a PhD in something. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know if your smarts would carry over. Like her smarts probably wouldn't be in her. It'd probably oh, yeah. just be your brain. Yeah, but, she'd be like, sure. "Whose dumbass body am I in?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she'd just wake up by a bomb or something. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, I'm trash." <laughs> oh my god! How did this happen to me? Right, like, where did I go wrong? It'd definitely be interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. Thank you for it's good. It would be a good story to tell. Yeah. Imagine doing that with your actual Freaky Friday, which is your your parent mm-hmm. switching with your dad. That oh, sounds awful. That, that does, does sound, sound awful. awful. That sounds terrible. Ugh. That does sound terrible. <laughs> hey, Pete. Sorry, you are uh, entering the podcast at pretty much when we're about ready to wrap things up. So yeah. You can still download it. Yeah, yeah. It will be uh, available for download probably this week. So. But thanks yeah. for entering. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try thanks to come up with a little bit brighter topics next week. Get yeah. back to well, back to it formula. Yeah, it was fine, man. <laughs> People need to hear the truth sometimes. You know, we can't always be just laughing all the time. Yeah, for you sure. Know, laughing, drinking too much beer, or whatever. You know, it was a very subdued. This dark, was a very sober, sobering experience. episode. Yeah, it was good, man. I liked it. Enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, so did I. It was good. Follow us on our social media at the John Sandwich Two on Twitter. Also, carousing cinema for Eric, and uh, I'm on Twitch. Thirst and Q. The thirst is real. Yep, sure is, man. That's what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the thirst used to be real. Yeah. yeah. And then he became woke, and now he's yeah, he's unthirsty. Yeah. <laughs> I got depressed after I woke. All right, guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. Yep. Later. Have a sandwich. <laughs>